Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number 796. Oh my god, four away from 800. 796 of Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest running pro wrestling podcast in human history. That's right. I'm Joe Negron along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Let's wow. play wrestling talk. How many weeks off have I had in two in a decade and a half? How many weeks off? Did you guess none weeks I off? Say, I would guess none. Mr. None Weeks Off. Insider. That's me. I can maybe sometimes go on vacation for like a weekend. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, but you live in L.A., so. What does do, that mean? Do you, people in California go on vacation because you don't do like, people would kill to be able to go to places in L.A. And you you sit there and you're like, I won't, I won't take the 705 well, that's to the, the Cowtown pe- Road past the, but that's, the South Overdrive because I don't want to see Tom Hanks. But that's the same thing as everybody that lives in any place, like New York. You live in New York, you don't go to the what Statue of Liberty. And what am I supposed to go the see this? Empire week? State Building. You you live in. It's not hot. I don't know. I'm saying you live near the Grand Canyon. You don't you don't go to see it. You live near. I don't live. Whatever. I listen. But I'm saying most people are like me, where I don't. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. But you live in L.A., where there is many many things yeah, to see. There is. Well, guess and what? You, I went to. Went to Hollywood multiple times. Talked to Lame. Phillips. Lame. Who am I talking to? You don't even strike up a conversation with Lou Diamond Phillips when, oh. when you see him. Ask him about. Uh, we did. Charlie Rose. What's the What's the name of the singer that took his wife? Um, I don't remember. Charlie Rose. That's it. Charlie, Charlie Rose. Rose. I don't think so. Yeah. Up to my window. Don't wake up, Lou Phillips. <clears throat> what are we talking about? Didn't Lou Diamond Phillips' wife leave him and then? No, I don't. I don't I, yes, whatever. But I don't know the, the. I don't. I don't follow the celebrities' lives. Sorry. You could. You could just open your window and watch it all happening to. in real time. I don't. don't. That's that's not. like a side effect that I don't want from this medicine. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want it. I bet Tom Hanks. Could Tim Hanks. First of all, Tom Hanks lives in like Australia now. So no, that's just because he got COVID. And he's not allowed to come home, oh, right? <clears throat> well, then he lives somewhere else. He does not lives in New Zealand. He doesn't live in the United States anymore. I don't think so. He Did said, get "I'm getting Brando's the f out of there." Mail. What? Do you ever get Marlon Brando's mail in your mailbox? No, because You're he never lived in this house. Because I don't think he would have lived in this this house. I think he would have lived in a mansion or something. Not here. You get dog dog with the blogstads mail. No, but I could walk to his house easily. Go steal his mail. I don't want to. You take it. You'll take it back. But let's look at his mail next show. I don't think it's anything exciting. I bet it is. He's famous. He's he knows uh. a dog with a blog right there. No, seriously, I I don't think we no would that no no okay we'll pretend that it's a gimmick, but do it for real. You know, there's we'll probably okay. Here's what here's the reality of it. There's probably cameras to protect the the yard and to protect like packages from getting stolen from from the porch, and then <laughs> you, you get mailman. And then you're on camera stealing his mail just to look at it for a minute, a and now it's a federal offense. Doing a so mail check. You how is it worth take it? Take this mail back to the mail Mail store and get check? It it's a federal offense, Larry. We'll set. Well, it's a gimmick. We're not really doing it, Joe. Hmm. Wink. Did you hear me say wink? <laughs> I said it now too. Now I want to know what dog with a blog. Ask him if we can look at his mail. Number of times I've talked to him. Zero. Number of times I talked to number of times I talked to Rocky Johnson when he was in my backyard. Zero. Number of times I don't like 
talking. I don't. I'm not going to bug the famous people. Okay. I saw. Um, uh, who did I see when I was in so New Orleans? I saw. Um, oh, it was Byron Saxton walking down the street. I wouldn't even talk to him. He probably. I, it probably would have made his day. <laughs> wouldn't even talk to him. I'm like, I'm not going to bug you. No. Okay. Let's play this game. You got to think hard. Okay. You're going to walk down Fifth Charlotte and, and Sianca Drive. I don't know what any of that is, but go ahead. You do. You know. And <laughs> you, you're going to see one famous person on the street, you, anybody. And they will like look at you and say, hey. And you can say, hey, back and maybe say a couple of things. Anybody. Any famous person. Uh, who would it be? I t- I'll tell you who I did talk to. I talked to, um, I talked to one famous person. I'm not going to tell you who. Oh, I already did. I already talked about it on the show. Who, pal? Christopher Daniels? No, I didn't. That doesn't count. No, I talked to uh, Audrey from Audrey Horn from Twin Peaks. Um, She was trick or treating a few years ago. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, I remember. But here's the here's why because I didn't recognize her at first, so I had a whole conversation with her. She got me. Um, Did you run away as soon as you're like, you're famous, you ran away? No, 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 no. But I was fine with the whole conversation because I didn't bug a famous person. She just started talking. So that was it. I don't know who she is, but was she the dead lady? No. Mm -mm. Was she the log lady? Type in in Audrey Horn Twin Peaks on on Google. Twin Peaks. Just Twin, Twin Twin Peaks Audrey there. Twin Peaks Audrey. Oh, she lives up the street. Okay, I would see this woman and walk right by her. She looks like a normal human being. Oh. No, not in a bad way. Well, I know, but I I knew her for, you know, I watched all the Twin Peaks a million times, so I knew. But but when she's in a Minnie Mouse costume and she's, I just didn't, at first, I just didn't recognize her. What? Was she even was she like just by herself dressed as a Minnie Mouse? How old no, was she? no, 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 no. She had her kid there. That's weird. Oh, he was okay. he was a nightmare before Christmas character, not Jack Skellington, What's, not Oogie Boogie, not I don't remember which one. That, how does that link up with a Minnie, Minnie Mouse? It doesn't. Is, the kid wanted the kid loves night before nightmare before Christmas, and he was trick or treating, and she was there with him, and. That's all I'm gonna say. Why would she do Minnie Mouse? Did she? Did it look like she went to some rich person's store and just bought a costume like a fan? No. Or did she get a costume? Looks like she made it almost and wore some Minnie Mouse ears from um, some Mickey oh. Mouse ears from Disney or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. My oh, is point there is pictures this: pictures on the internet with ears. No. Horn. No ears. Mm-mm. Oh my god. Uh, there's not. <laughs> Maybe she'll dress as a cat next year. Um, probably. I have I'm not just gone. Saying, you're not taking advantage of where you live. Because I'm not a sociopath. You don't have to be a sociopath. Yeah, you kind of do. You either have to be a sociopath or a prankster like you. <laughs> See, that's what I, I want to meet famous people, okay. talk to them for 15 minutes, and have them realize I think there's somebody else. Because one, it's funny. Two, 80% of the time, it probably will be right. I probably don't. Okay. I probably know they're famous and think there's someone else. All right. Tom Hanks, I'll think he's Bob Hoskins or somebody. Is that, <clears throat> is that Bob might Hoskins, work. the Mario guy? 
Who? What are you calling him? Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Is that him? Okay. Maybe. Yes. I close. Okay, that's way close. He's, that was Mario, right. right? Yeah, it was. Okay. When John Leg. Lozada. Leguizamo? <laughs> I'm not even going to try. Yes, he was oh. the other. He was War. Not War. Oh, yeah, he was uh, Luigi. Luigi. That's right. He was Wario. <laughs> I don't think so. Ah, what's he going to do? Yes. Is that how he talks? Is that the catchphrase? Ah, he says, what you going to do? Ah, what's it going to do? Same, the only sound my cat can make is, I never oh. realized, the only sound my cat can make is the Wario. Ah. Oh. oh. Your cat's oh. Vic Joseph. If it goes, oh, Wario. Ah. I got nothing. Um, so what we need to do. Let's what? not even do the wrestling thing. Okay. Just tell me more about your life, Joe. Well, the one time... Again, I'm not a sociopath, so I didn't care. But one time when I went to Target, um, Britney Spears was there. Now, that's hard to believe. Why? Why would she go to Target? What? You don't think celebrities like Target? Are you crazy? Why? They go to Target all the time. What? If I had Britney Spears money, I I would set foot in that dirty store. At that same Target, I saw Britney Spears and I saw, what's his name? Um, Who was Hercules? What's his name in real life? Hercules. David Sombrero? Nope. Mm Mm-mm. Charlie Hercules? What's his name? Charlie Hercules. Was he he just in there lifting heavy stuff open? People would recognize him? No. But I would... He was definitely hanging... He was... He was definitely hanging around waiting for somebody to to like say hi to him. That's sure. actor. Yeah, who is it? Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, that's it. He was there. <laughs> A first thing that comes up. What happened to the actor who played her? Well, he lives near here, so that's what happened to him. He's in obscurity, but not really. So Yeah. I would like to meet the Lucy lady that was Xenia, Warrior Princess. Xenia, Warrior she Princess? Was... Yeah. She's British, you know. Oh, real British or fake British like that podcasting girl? Oh, my God. Enough with that. Listen. Oh, my God. Dude, th- this show this week was so good, except you get to, like, what what games are in sale now. And she purposely finds, makes up prices. that She's like, oh, this game is East. <laughs> not everything could be eight. That's not real. That's not. It didn't happen show but man which put the podcast stuff. over what are you talking about i don't remember it's kalabala no Kabala oh my Alba. god if you can't even say it i'm saddened <laughs> it's conga bluey's magic arcade pizza podcast Good, close enough okay so um yeah that's that's not okay so i've kind listen. of shocked that you like this as much as you like about video games i'm surprised you don't have a bunch of complaints about it the only thing i have is that whole fake i have no thing. complaints because that shows the best thing ever i know but you you know so much i would figure you and that the, the like kind of newscastery like the muppet you know newscast stop with the muppet does, yeah i i figured you'd, you'd be like no actually wario's mustache is parted <laughs> on the right that's what you think of me huh no, I'm just okay. saying huh. that it's kind of like fatal. You, you you guys would like have what do they call it? A teardown, a throwdown. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a paradox, it's- like a time displaced thing, like um, like a Back to the Future Two issue. As you, it'd be like finish him, and your last movie would be like Asteroids was originally called Space Rockopolis. You- <laughs> I like how you put me in the category of actually. Thanks a lot. <laughs> 
You're actually way more than I am. So. I way more. I am way, but not when it comes to video games. Okay, that's and fine. I'm, I'm, you're the master. If you told me Mario was originally called Ugly Fat Guy, yeah, climbs a I know ladder, you would just trust me. Like, wow, it was really called Ugly Fat I know. Guy climbs a ladder. I, I would a hundred percent believe you, which you've used to a couple of times to my disadvantage. You well, have that's because you're made me believe okay. some dumb things all right believes. well that was fun though but i don't usually do that until you deserve it and then i do that's it. why it works because you do it like every four years right. you tell me something stupid and i repeat it that's true now what happened to wrestling this week you don't want to talk about it uh it's kind of like when you have a girlfriend and she's really great and then one week she's just not really great and you're like wow she'll be great next week but hmm. yeah AEW kind of Everything fell apart this week. I'll say that. Yeah. Not in a horrible way. Not like you want to break up with her. She just, maybe she was just angry this week and grumpy and she'll be better next week. She'll just be nicer, but she was, she just, just the relationship didn't work this week. Yes. I'm sorry, AEW. Next time. I love you. I happens to all. If it wasn't for COVID next time I went to target, I would go, Hey, Kevin Sorbo, Hercules want to come over my house and do my podcast. And then he could be on this show with us for one week. But unfortunately that moment may never happen again because of the world we live in. So doesn't he own all those big mall pizza chains? I think you're thinking of Sparrow. Oh, Oh, I thought he was like a, one of those rich kids that his family had the Sparrow money. I'm going to get me a New York slice at the pizza chain. Okay, so. Okay, you can joke, but you cannot get New York pizza anywhere in Ohio. Um, big floppy slices. I love Larry, that there's pizza a problem with that out here, too. There's a few places that are close, but my God, Why like Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania has a million of those New York pizza places. This out here, we're, you know. We don't have as many choices. Oh, guess what happened this weekend? Because of Labor Day and because they're forcing us to work two days of overtime now. What? They got us pizza on Labor Day. Guess what happened, Joe? You don't have you, to They ran out of cheese pizza for you. They ran out of cheese, mushroom, and onion pizza. So you couldn't Everybody have anything because everything no, was no, stupid no. pepperoni. Now, before, when you, if you talk to people before, they're like, I want meat lovers with a pig and a cow on it. I'd like three cows on the pizza, please. And, but then when it actually gets delivered, whoa, what happens? Everybody jumps on the... Why is that? Because people are horrible monsters. I agree. Yeah. It's pretty much all horrible there is to it. Cheese stealing monsters. No, well. I need to do a podcast about finding my place in the world. I live in a place... <laughs> I, I live. Think I don't think we're the proper... People to do coming of age podcast. I, I think, think we I'm are come of age. Nope. I'm, I'm, I live I'm in a, I right live now. in a, the city of angels, the city of sociopaths, and some very nice people, but some sociopaths. And then I am here with I. This is like a, a whole story. I'm here with a 15 year legacy on a, the on the world's longest running wrestling podcast. Yet I'm struggling with. Fame and fortune. I have not discovered either one. And I was say, you're not struggling in a good way. No. I'm saying it's it's it, neither have, have come. And usually they say, stay at it for 10 years and then it'll be fine. No, it's been 15. Um, Ooh, but what I, is that thing about if you pra- do so many hours of practice, you're a master? 
that whole bowl. Oh yeah, I'm a master of podcasting, but it doesn't seem to matter. Be like, is there anyone more masterful in podcasting than you? Probably, Probably. not. No, there's there's people that there's so there's so many frauds out there that people call the Podfather. Right. There's about I'd right. say there's about 500 the Podfathers out there, and they're all. Do they have pod hoes dancing around? They do. Um, they're all frowdies and they're all um they've all only been doing this for you know a few years. But because they they again because they were never really put yourself over like this, but I just occurred to me if you're doing that whole thing about so many hours of practice and you Yes. And we're almost done practicing. We're about ready to do this for real, I think. You're right. Right. I tried to open a practice, but I, I knew I already anyway. Um so I botched it. But yeah, there's people that have been doing it for only a few years, but because of again sociopath behavior and, and nepotism and who they know and who they married and who they what you know, it's never what you know, it's all who you know. And they knew the right people, they married the right people, and boom, they're millionaires. And it's like, well, I don't have that luxury. Um, I don't, I don't know the right people, and I don't like to sidle up to people, you know. I could have sidled up, sidled up to Hercules and got in a project with him and probably made like a few bucks, but I don't know. I would love my... to see the Hercules show where you're the sidekick. That'd be pretty good, I think. I could write that in my sleep. Okay. See, I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if I could. This whole marrying a woman who has millions of dollars. I just don't know how long I would be married to her. Oh my god! So you're gonna do that? Oh yeah, in a minute. What? In a minute. No. Why not? Because I I think that's sociopath behavior and you shouldn't do it. But Joe, you know, I, I'm such a one-woman man. Oh, I'm my God, Larry. Larry <laughs> spelunks the COVID caverns every night, every fight. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> not every night, but every lots of nights. I'm surprised you don't have all the diseases. You collect them all like Pokemon. You are, see, this is, this is the thing about you and Amy, because I am single. You guys assume I'm some crazy. <laughs> oh but you God. live in L.A. If I lived in L.A., is it true that if you go to like Chipotle, the yeah. people making the burritos are supermodels? Mm, no. Why? Who said oh. that? I just always heard that they always go out to be actresses and actors no. and all these handsome people. And but then they have to get real jobs. So the guy that taking your ticket at the car wash is Kevin Sorbane. Okay, it's po- it's possible. And sometimes, yes, you can always tell like which ones are the oh, that guy's a, wishes he was an actor or whatever, or he's in this, he's the model, whatever. Yes, you you do see that. Absolutely you do see that, but that's not everybody there at all. No way. Well, okay, but you don't get that in Ohio. I've never had a super moderate Chipotle asked me if I want black beans or pale beans. That's true. They don't call them pale beans. What? Whatever the other beans. What are the other beans? Regular beans? Oh my God. Beans? Regular beans. beans. That's kind of bad. Do you mean pinto beans? Yeah, sure. Why not? Pinto okay. beans. Okay. You refuse to just accept I just both names. beans. I, I get both beans because you trick them into giving you more beans. You don't have to. Okay. First of all, you know, you don't have to trick them, right? Guess, okay, let me tell you the secrets of Chipotle hacks, everyone. Here we go. So, um, white or brown rice. You could get both. You can get as much as you want without an extra charge. Black or pinto. You can get (laughs) as much as... No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can get as much as you want without an extra charge. Stop. What's that? They double wrap it. It adds an extra 300 some calories, though. So, be prepared for that. But... Um, the meat part, if you get double meat, they will charge you for double meat. I don't but, need double meat. But like you don't meat. need double meat, right? So then you skip ahead. You can get as much salsa, sour cream, 
um, fajita veggies, um, cheese as you want. You want extra cheese? You want triple cheese? They'll just, you can keep telling them to keep putting it on there. So I'm saying you're getting a burrito layer. If you get a bowl, you could stuff this thing to the top and not pay any more. It'll still be $7 or whatever. That is a Chipotle hack for everyone. And I'm sure most people already knew that, but I'm telling you, Larry, because you could totally do that. You don't have to yeah. tell them to stop. Like when they give you rice and you're like, can I have some more rice? They can put more on. You could say, no, I'll take even more. They don't, that's not an extra fee. They only care about charging you for extra meat and guacamole. That's it. Ooh, which I hate guacamole. So yeah. And, and a life hack for me that Joe doesn't know. Cause, but if you're like I am and you just eat chicken and, and turkey, yeah. but, or, or if you're not a big, if you try, just try, try eating less meat in whatever you're eating and it doesn't make a difference. It's the other stuff you're really eating. Right. I know. Yeah, if you like, if you get a thing. chicken burrito, the regular chicken is enough. What Joe's saying is, you could you could devil everything else with the regular amount of chicken, and it would still yes. taste good. And I was going to say the same thing with the cheese part. Oh, I don't. You don't need. Like, here's another life hack, and I, I seriously, this one works. I somebody told me about it once, and I did it, and I, I'm like, wow. Order next time you go to Subway, get whatever you well, want. Well, first of all, we don't advertise for that place here because they're pedophiles. So. No one's no one's going to Subway. Where the place is done. Call it something but, else. Call it Sandwich Land or something. But okay, if you go to Sandwich Land and get a sandwich sub, yeah, get it your normal way. And next time, get it with without cheese, and you cannot taste a difference. Okay. I know it sounds weird. Yeah, but yeah, for some reason, their weird processed cheese. Yeah, it just adds texture. It doesn't add okay. taste. I can tell you that you can tell taste the difference. However, if you had a lot of cheese or little cheese, there you can't tell the difference. But as far as like putting just like two slices of cheese on there, I can taste that. If you put like four on there, I don't think it makes a difference. That's all. I, I totally don't do cheese anymore just because of that. Okay. Well, that's fine. Any more life hacks so we don't have to talk about wrestling? Um, <laughs> I don't know if we avoid this rest. Why are we doing a podcast about wrestling when all we do is try to avoid talking about it? Yeah. Uh, it's a fish out of water story what pay-per-view yeah there's a lot to say there's a lot to say but fish out of water story about a guy who's in a sociopath world who is not a sociopath and he just wants to do good and it's a difficult road then it's called jesus then covid hits and then it's like what am i supposed to do now it's like i can keep talking on the radio or a new car i don't know what to say Someone out there understands my plight. How have we not had a COVID? Why are we not in a plethora of COVID movies and TV shows? Is it just because people are sick of COVID? Yeah, because no one would want that right now. That's a thing you do when this is long gone. And then you could do plenty of things about it. Oh, imagine the exaggerations that that are going to happen in those stories. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're gonna. We will be the old people who lived through it, and we'll be like, "That was not how it." No, it's it gonna be the, like on Futurama, where they're like whalers on the moon or whatever it was, and they, they like, <laughs> that never happened. Yeah, but they're claiming it did. Hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about wrestling. I know you don't want to, but first, we listen. If you love our little banter at the beginning of the show, and you um, um, are tired of the sociopaths out there and want to support somebody that's. Uh, nice and actually wants to do good in this world. We are pretty nice. People that are, really well, are. not only that, if we aren't, if we aren't, if there are times where, you, listen, 
It's, Excuse me, Burp. I, I can't always... speak for Larry because he's sometimes horrible to certain people. I am not okay. I'm not especially about their sometimes appearances. The he's a monster. Man's a little edgy. I'm sorry. He's a monster about people's appearances. Sometimes <laughs> I, I, he upsets me greatly. I, I sometimes cry myself to sleep because of things Larry said to me. But I'll tell you what, or about other people. But I'll tell you what, I, I can tell you from experience. If you even if you listen to this show, if you hear me in real life and on different podcasts. Um, I at least am one for change as far as if I say something mean or horrible and then I realize it's mean and horrible or I shouldn't have said it, um, you know, I'm going to learn from it. And then I, as you see, I, I, you know, I try and be a better person. Larry, not so much, but that's okay. Um, he knows, he knows what he's done. Bad dog. He knows. Yeah. But anyway, so if you want to support a show that actually learns and grows and has grown for 15 years um, and should be at the top, we should be at the top, but we don't have that constant, I don't know, whatever it is, sociopath gene to stay at the top and to like kill everyone underneath us, like stab everyone down the ladder because we don't do that. We're not Uh, number one. No, Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I would well, have Amy in my. I would have Amy in my street gang. I probably wouldn't have. Yes, Ego. I would too. Shut up. I would too. But my point sorry. is that doesn't help us on the ladder of podcasting. I'm sorry. When we're in the street gang fight, telling them the the original release date of Wario Two is not. Gonna- Why is everything about Wario with you? I don't know. Wario's so, on the head. <clears throat> that's great. There is no Wario Two though. Um. So. <laughs> See. <laughs> Actually, there's a Wario three. <laughs> Actually, Wario. <laughs> no, there's Wario Land too. But, on yeah. the uh, Digimon uh, wristwatch game. Yes. Can I get to my point? No, because you're dying to tell me about some J- Japanese wristwatch game now. The original Game and Watch <laughs> Zelda was brought to you by. Um, so, seriously though, um, uh, help support the show. We have a simple, really simple method. Patreon.com slash SmartWrestlingFan. You give as little or as much as you want. That's it. The show's always free. You can always listen to the show for free. But if you want to listen to the show first before anybody else, um, you can become an extra subscriber on Patreon and then then there you go. And if you want more than that, there's there's better tiers than that and you can get all kinds of extra stuff. But anyway. And no matter what you do, if you're going to support any podcast... Support independent podcasting, please. Please do. Yes. No, you don't. You know who's a millionaire. I don't have to tell you. If they have, say, a co-host that's, <clears throat> oh, I don't know, somebody famous that's a wrestling commentator on there, they probably don't need your money. So you probably shouldn't bother with them. Okay. But if they're us, uh, we're just two guys. <gasps> Let's call this just two guys. Let's change the name yeah, of the no, podcast. Okay. Remember two guys at the store? Remember that? No. I remember five guys with their boogers and fries. Did you say boogers and fries? <laughs> that place is overpriced. Well, there's Ooh. some right here. Okay, anyway. So, that and the, the stupid chicken wing place. The Wow, that is the worst place. Planks, Winks? I don't know what called. that is, but okay. Oh, it's a terrible That's an place. Ohio thing. All right. Um, planks, yep. So, <laughs> Tom Planks. Oh. They have a dog. They're named after their dog. Mm. Someone, okay, listeners yell louder so I can think of this place. I don't know what he's talking about, but that's okay. I don't want to know. So, 
Larry, we need to talk about wrestling, okay? So let's okay. do the news. News, news, news. Let's talk about the news. Here we go. It's the news. Do, 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 do. Let's start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw. Oh, they went back down to 1.9 million viewers. Guess what? Guess what's going to happen? What? <laughs> Football comes back. Ooh. In less than a week. You know is, what this, that, is this NFL or is it Rocky Johnson football? It's not Rocky Johnson football. That's not till 2021 at least. But uh, guess what? You know what that means? Raw's dead. That's what it means. Raw's I don't know. in trouble. I, I am a football fan and I have stopped caring a lot about football. Okay, of course I am. I like the Detroit Lions, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Cleveland Browns. So guess why I've kind of... Yeah, they all suck. Away. Okay, no, so they don't win. So I'm sorry about that, Larry. But what I can tell you is that historically, uh, the NFL, as you, as you look at the ratings for the last um, few decades, um, the NFL has trounced Raw. Um, yeah, it's going to be bad. This is going to be a witness to a slaughter, so get ready. Now, and also just kind of... There are NFL games now Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. Right. Notice I didn't say Wednesday, so I don't think AEW <coughs> will suffer any from no, no, from this. It's gonna all be it's all raw. So that's it. Yep, all um, raw all the time. Yep. So will SmackDown start beating Raw? Yeah, it does now anyway. Well, I mean, like, like where the when we you know because that's all that matters, right? The Larry, that SmackDown. SmackDown's been beating Raw for months. And months, SmackDown Live on Fox scored 2 million viewers. That's more than 1.9 million. Yeah. And guess what? That's oh, been... it's a numbers thing. Fox, yes, you have to look at the higher number. Fox, <laughs> good job, Larry. Fox, um, ever since they went to Fox, they've been getting, you know, in the beginning, they were getting like 3 million viewers. That was way more than Raw. Yeah. Yeah, Raw is the crap show now. You know that, right? Oh, I believe you, but. The three-hour turd. <laughs> Then no one really wants, but it's the flagship so, show, so okay, you watch so, it. Okay, okay. Ratings this week. What was Raw versus SmackDown this week? There was only a hundred thousand viewer difference. About okay, so fairly. I mean, more than that. I'm no, because you know what? I'm I'm rounding, so it was actually more than a hundred thousand. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gleaming the cube, but uh, I don't think you yeah, gleam so, it. But okay, might gleam it. So. How much percentage hmm. will Raw lose with football, do you think? Historically, I don't want to do this. I'm going to say it's going to get... Okay, I'm going to say it gets one point... One when it The night it goes up against football, they'll be lucky to get 1.7 million. Mm. So, yeah, that's a big difference. I would say they'll probably get 1.6. Hmm. Yeah. They're going to lose... Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of viewers. Again, this is all next week. So we should get on the show. That will bring bring that football crowd in. Who are they going to get? Mongo. Oh, Mongo. I thought you said Conky, like from Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh. Oh, I miss Pee Wee's Playhouse. No, you don't. Wow. Isn't it weird that that looking back, he got in trouble for all that, considering how the world is. I know. That was nothing. What he did was. It was nothing. Nothing, and it didn't hurt anybody. He was super talented, didn't hurt anybody, Excuse didn't me. touch anybody. Nothing. So dumb. Yeah. Poor Pee Wee. Yeah. Oh, well. Such a good movie. Yeah. Um, he was great in Beatles Brothers. <laughs> okay. So then <laughs> we had. Oh, my God, Larry. AW versus NXT numbers. Wow. Okay. So remember, this is the week where 
We're going to learn the truth about these two shows because AEW is on its regular Wednesday night slot, but it's unopposed because NXT is on Tuesday because NHL playoffs were supposed to be on Wednesday, but then they weren't. So what? So, okay. so confusing. Yeah. So AEW had 928,000 viewers, Larry. Okay. That's 928. That's ridiculous. That's so huge. No, you have to give me the comparison. The week before it was 813. We've had them as low as 600,000. Okay, go home show. Good. That's a good. That means yeah. people are paying attention. Right. If you go up on a go home show, it means people know what okay. you're doing. I know, but you say that, but that's not the reason it went up. It went up because there was no competition. Because anybody who oh. might have watched NXT then was like, let's check out this. That's what happened. Oh, I was I was excited because when you go up I know. because you're going into pay-per-view, that means people, even if they're not watching, know your general Right. Uh, schedule right and that's and then, how you're like are people following us even if they might not if they might miss a week or so i mean i don't know that could be part of it but most of it was because of the unopposed then nxt super tuesday wow they actually did really good too Eight hundred forty-nine thousand viewers so the people went to tuesday to watch wait well, okay what did what did they get NXT? 849 larry so people went to tuesday they found so- that night so that means people are going to – so is NXT hurting AEW? They're yes, not they're really hurting, hurting each other. Like, they are hurting each other by being on the but same not night. not enough – okay. AEW is out of the equation because they're not – they can't determine this. But is it worth WWE going – putting NXT up against them? Is that – No. They're not hurting them that much. But you have to look at the big picture. And the only reason, w- okay, remember when you watched that Monday Night Wars um, clip, the soundbite events, and he said, well, the only reason that Ted Turner would put their WCW Nitro directly up against WWF Raw on Monday night was to hurt us. Yes. So, okay, so the point is, he was crying, he was a sociopath millionaire, billionaire, crying that competition was trying to hurt him when then all he does is try and hurt everybody back but the point is he was right there the only reason you'd put a show up against another show is to try and put them out of business well that's what but, but, that's what vince did with nxt to aw they, they they team he vince in usa said we can't have aw win so let's put a show up against it to hurt its ratings and it worked but, but no in the month well maybe in the Monday Not no, Wars. it's true. Go ahead. Yes, but remember when it, uh, WCW was suffering? They were really suffering. What ninety nine? Uh, they were terrible, and people were tuning uh, tuning out in droves, as the kids yes. say. But then you would have that Westminster Dog Show, and their ratings would jump up. Yeah, by quite a bit. I don't think this is quite as. Impressive. Of course, the numbers were so much bigger back That's then. That's the thing. You were talking like six, seven million. Yeah. This is very different. 14 million, yeah. whatever it was at certain times. Okay. Okay. I think you've, 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 con- you've gotten me out of my, my, what I was thinking, because I think you're right now, because in the old days, it was huge that, that whole hurting each other thing. But now if it's not that much huge, why not try to hurt them? If you're, if it's not as big as a thing, I know I'm not making sense, but you understand the, what I'm saying? Okay. Let me tell you this. 
it's more of a timeline thing. It's more of a future thing. Because if you look at the long, long enough timeline, if AEW keeps growing, then TNT does better. AEW does better. Everybody wins. And USA feels like a chump for paying so much money to get NXT in that raw NXT crap deal, whatever. They feel bad. And they say, well, why? Wow, we went with the wrong company. Because this little company that was much cheaper is making, they have more viewers if they're unopposed. So we don't want them to grow. If we went, if we moved our show, if we moved NXT, this is USA thinking this, if we move the show to a different night, yeah, we might get a few more viewers, but it's, 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 it, it could make AW grow and you don't want that. I mean, it will make AW grow if they did that. So you don't, you can't do that. You have to look at the long term and say, the only thing you can do is damage the competition. Sorry, but that's just how it is. Now well, you've changed my mind. I totally agree. Cause I was thinking <laughs> that maybe, okay. no, I was wondering what would happen if, if NXT, if it would be profitable to move yeah. to another night mm-hmm. and gain those extra viewers. But I think there it's so few viewers. Why not stay and damage your competition? Yeah. Even though it's not much of a competition. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Okay. Well, there you go. That's the ratings. Um, not much news this week. Uh, AOP, uh, if you remember them, remember authors, opinion, they got, they got, yeah. Yeah. You know me, they got released. Uh, by WWE, they did the. Is that the, an injury thing, or just they, they forgot n- they were even on the? Page? No, they they waited till both guys were well, whichever one was hurt was completely cleared and ready to go, and then said, <laughs> "We don't need you anymore." And that's it. Burp. Excuse me. I don't know what I would have done with them. Um. Well. Although it, there is no tag teams, so. Well, that's a problem. We'll talk about that during Raw, but we'll, we'll, oh boy. Um, also in the news, WWE rehired Nigel McGuinness, but he's going to be on NXT UK. Hmm. Okay. Well, Do you care about that at all? Well, I will not see him now, so. That's a good point. You I actually watch I, that extra show. I wish, I wish things would have worked out better there, but what it is, what it is. I wish things would have worked out better with 205 Live, NXT yeah. UK, but. But what I realize is you, I can only take so much WWE as it is to get me, give me all these extra shows where I know they're putting zero effort into them. I can't possibly care. There's no way. Yep. I want less product with more care. And yep. Put into Egg, it. Exactly right. So, um, that's your news. There's, there's there's a lot of other stories about concussions and money quabbles and all that, but we'll get to those as we talk about the shows. So we'll get to those as we go. Um, all kinds of things to talk about as far as that goes. Don't make don't make me your scapegoat. Oh my God, Lana said it. So yeah, <laughs> we'll she thinks it's a scapegoat. We'll get there. Yeah, she's not that. Okay. So what are we doing first? I, how long have I done this? Well, but we changed it because NXT. As oh, we that's realized true. last, that's why I asked. As we realized last week, NXT um, is hiring questionable people. They're doing questionable things. They're making us mad on a weekly basis. So instead, we decided, well, um, uh, we are not going to cover NXT. We 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 weren't, 
And then we went back to it. And then I decided there's going to be a middle ground here. So what I'll do is I'm just going to do a quick rundown of what happened on the show. But you realize I watched the show and I'm struggling to remember anything. Here's why. Because it was a few matches that nobody... I remember one. Yeah. There's a few matches that nobody cares about. And then one hour, Fatal 4-Way. No, we actually do have a lot to talk about here. Okay. 60-minute Iron Man match. There's a vacant NXT title, but they threw Chompy, Gargano, Adam Cole, and Finn Balor into this four-way. And they said, we are going to have a new champion tonight. And then they it was a great match. I wouldn't say it was like incredible, but it was, it was a great match. Um, it kept my attention for the hour. I liked all four guys, although, again, there's no heroes in NXT or in WWE in general. So it's really tough to latch on to somebody as, as the face or the hero of the match. Um, but they wrestled and it ended up to be a tie in the end. So it was, but here's the thing. It was two of the guys had one point and two of the guys had, uh, two points each. So it ended with Adam Cole and Finn Balor having two points each. So I've seen this a bunch of times. I know exactly what's going to happen. Right. Because if you watch an Iron Man match, what happens is now you have sudden death and you, you, because especially because there's a vacant title, you have to have a winner, right? So you just have sudden death. The first fall gets the championship. Nope. Nope. They booked it till the end of the hour so that Regal would come out like a chump and go, I'm dumb. Uh, I didn't give this match enough time, so we're out of time, everybody. We'll have a, we'll just have these two guys wrestle each other next week in a regular match to determine the champion. Do you know what that means? Okay, okay. There's a lot to unpack here, but exactly that's why I said I okay. forgot that I had so much to say about this. Here's the biggest problem. Okay, I hated this finish. Now some people liked it because they're like, "Oh, it gives me a new match next week. That's neat." Um, I didn't like it because I felt like it was the typical WWE bait and switch. We're going to give you a new champion with this hour-long match. We didn't give you a new champion. They told me a new champion. They did tell you a new champion. They told me a new champion. Instead, we get another match, which is, I guess that's fine, but you another made me... Another Super Tuesday. But you made, me un, you made me sit there for an hour, and then just to say, Super Tuesday 2 next week, and then just go off the air. Yep, that good. kind of felt like, well, you invested your hour. Now you have to invest two more. That's what it was. Now, I'm saying, now, normal fans of the show are just going to watch the next week anyway. So it's not like you're asking anything extra of them, but it's the whole point where I feel a little tricked and I couldn't like, I had a hard time thinking of any Iron Man match because here's the thing. If this was a regular fatal four way match and with a 60 minute timeline or whatever, and then it just runs out of time, that's a draw. You don't have a draw in an Iron Man match. You have sudden death because that's what the match does. I could honestly point out 10 problems yeah. with this finish, this whole match. But let's let's narrow it down. Number one, Iron Man match. The whole idea is to show somebody going to the yeah. absolute limit. Yes. And you're like, oh, I, look at him go. Oh, he's so tired. Can it, can it, and you, if you end in this weird draw and then finish it next week after they've rested They're refreshed. up and everything. You're not showing me who the Iron Man no, is. No, there is no Iron Man, and that's the that's one of the biggest issues. Is there's no Iron Man. Let's go. To, okay, just, let's go to another. 
another problem I had. Yeah. The bait and switch. I know rest, but this was so bait and switch. I understand they're teaching these kids, but this was almost like this was a class in bait and switch. Yeah. Like this is how you do a bait and switch. Kids. This is, nah, 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 nah. they're like, this is what dusty would have done. And it's oh, like, exactly. well, I don't want that. This is the dusty roads classic right here. Yeah. And third and the most egregious thing they did was if you were going to screw me over, it must be done by a heel that I can blame for That's the fact point. that this match is going to go next week. Not Steven Regal, the face GM. I'm, you can, I, I'm not going to write it for you, but Johnny, well, considering that I think they're all heels in the ring. Probably. But I need someone to blame for the fact that they couldn't continue. Like, oh, I guess, like, okay, the two people that tied, it was... Uh, uh, it was Balor uh, Cole and Cole. And Balor, yeah. We're we're going to go extra time with the, just these two. And Johnny Gargano is so mad that he does something horrible to Adam Cole. And, oh, no, he's injured him, and they can't go. Well, at least I can blame a heel. You're right. But now my, my blame for being a bait-and-switch is that face general manager who and totally screwed me over. An incompetent general manager. That booked it to the last minute of the show instead of booking it with at least five minutes left for a sudden death. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with this right. whole match. So, okay. And nothing to do with the wrestling. We right. always say the wrestling was really good. I liked them. I but, don't like the fact that I had no clue who was my hero was. No, there's that's not that's a big problem. So, okay. So let's under let's look at it from WWE's perspective and doing doing television that runs into the next week and trying to get people on the next, trying to get people, um, trying to what am I trying to say? Trying to t- uh, to remind them that this even though we told you NXT will be on Tuesday once, now NXT is going to be on Tuesday twice. So I understand this leads them there again by saying, hey. Now you have to watch next Tuesday because we're really going to do the title thing there, which is kind of scummy, but I understand why they did it. Here's my problem with it. Not that this will happen, but I also don't know that it won't happen. They're in a regular match next week, which means there can be a disqualification, which means there can be no champion again. Now, I don't think that that's what they're going to do, but I don't know. If you're gonna, if you're going to make try to do this, you've got to do something so crazy and weird that I ignore the fact I got screwed over, and I want to see something cool and different. Yeah. Just throwing this out there. Let's say that there were hate, feel, heels and faces in the match, right. which there should be. It would be great if the two faces tied. Yeah. And they, they he said, "Well, next we're, we could have a match," and the two heels were like, well, "That's not fair," and just something crazy like. One of the faces had a team with one of the heels, and they had to face each other. And the winner of that match, that tag match, they faced each other for the sure. Match. Just whatever, something right. crazy, wacky, to make me tune in next week and and not feel cheated, because yeah. what I'm getting next week is so crazy and wacky that I need to see this, but I right. don't feel that. And again, people, some people said like um, they said, "Well, you watched." You watched um, Kenny Omega against Okada, and that was a 60-minute draw. Yeah, because it was a one-on-one match where you knew one of the options for the finish is a draw. In an Ironman match, the finish should never be a draw because, like Larry said, you have to determine who the Ironman is. So if you have a 3-3 three to three tie, then you have sudden death, and then the, who gets the fourth pin wins the, and is the Ironman. I mean, that's 
that's it. You don't make it an Iron Man match unless there's going to be a finish like that. It's like when the Royal Rumble finished, when both guys touched the ground at yes. the same time. It's a cheat. It is a cheat. But I don't care because it's so interesting. Right. At least it's something different. This is just going, stay tuned for next week. That's all it is. It's going to be a regular match next week. A regular match. Boy. So that's it. So that's, you know, again, not the, it's not the end of the world, whatever. There's plenty of other things to complain about, but I just, after the hour, I was just disappointed. That's all. Because I really like the match. But. Let's um let's let's move on from that from NXT and let's talk about the next show in the lineup which is AEW Dynamite and that is my show so JR Tony Schiavone and Excalibur is back look at that and some live his punishments and more live fans over yes so it's yeah true. we have live fans which I like. JR says oh, we're all here look guys we're observing all the rules and. They pan past a guy whose sign says, drink my beer. Yep. I don't think that's COVID friendly, is it? It's nope. friendly to me. I'll drink it. It turns out that that's going to be a plant later, but still, I wow. Know, wow. Yep. What a sign to show when you're saying you're observing the rules. Exact same time. <laughs> Best friends, Chucky e. Taylor and Trent. No last name. Why do you think that he has no last name now? Because WWE owns Beretta. But then you change you you go Trent something Trent. I know he just never did though. He was Trent question mark. That's just how he what he did. Trent question mark would cool. Versus mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz. So we know this is the whole your mom match. Fight it before is. the bell. <laughs> Chuck's hurt. Match match match. We get a three count, but Santana puts the handle super late. That was oh, that was this was me. this was bad. This okay. was whoever I, what was was I a Bryce. He's a stooge. Yeah, that's bad news. But the heels break out a steel behind, baton behind the ref's back, and the heels win. So, so they got their win. Okay, wait. I just don't understand this match. It's just a feud. It's not even a match. We're we're watching okay. two teams that don't like each other and forgot that there's tag belts. Okay. So they just want to beat each other up over their mom's van. That's but, and that's hey. fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's the way wrestling. Is. Right. MJF in the back says, "I'm gonna win." Ah, uh, but man, this is the, this is what. That's makes not me what he said at all. Me. Yeah, no, it's a start. He says, "I'm gonna win." He <laughs> says, "I'm gonna win." But then, remember, MJF's lawyer was tricked, and he's gonna have to have a match tonight with Moxley. Yes. So MJF is told that his lawyer has locked himself into the locker room. Yes. So MJF goes down and he knocks on the door and he's like, what's what's going on? The lawyer's like, I'm not going to wrestle this guy. It's all super, which I do like. Everything with MJF is classic wrestling. No frills. It's all classic stuff. But it's the small things that take me over the top all the time in AEW, and they always deliver with that stuff. Because MJF says, come on, you got to have this match. If you don't have the match, I can't get my title match. Right. I don't care. I'm not going to wrestle. So Wardlow, he's like, Wardlow. Wardlow knocks the door down and goes in. And all you hear is the, the lawyer go, oh, hey, Wardlow, what's up? Ah! Very funny. It's all perfectly that done. This stuff is great. Because it's well done. They know how to do television. Okay. That's that kind of stuff is so funny. Like the lawyer doing that, the, the, the guy that played the lawyer was fantastic mm-hmm. because he did a lot of good 
slow burn stuff and a lot of like oh, stuff. But I liked him a lot. Yeah. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, um, I'm now realizing because we talked, you know, before the show, as we do, and you asked me what I thought of the end of Raw. And now that I remember the end of this, I think see a huge similarity with how I felt, where I felt bad and I shouldn't have. So we'll talk about that at the end of this episode. Okay. The end of this. Because I felt bad in one and didn't feel bad in the other. Oh, is that right? Okay, I felt bad in both. But because, because one was a cartoon character. We'll get that. So yeah, so they drag they drag him out. But the the whole hey Wardlow. <laughs> yes. What a good. great delivery he had. It was if you want to know what makes comedy really funny, it's tiny stuff like that. Go back yep. and just listen to the delivery of Hey Wardlow. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's amazing. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Private Party versus the Young Bucks. Matt, well, you know who the Bucks are, and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, which are, but they do have Marco stunts, so I guess they're the whole thing. I don't know which who they. I guess it's a. Is it a stable? Yeah, it's a stable team. It's a. It's a both. It's it's a both. Okay. It's interesting because the winning team will face each other at the pay per view. Right. Which made sense, but then that told you the finish basically because it's obvious which is the more appealing match. (laughs) Now, the Young Bucks have a book, and JR says, Well, I'd love to read that someday. Ooh, I want to cuss so bad here. JR, you have pimped your book so many times. What a D-bag. And everybody has said they've read it and love it. You can't even at least lie. Yep. Everyone lied about his dumb book. And you know what else? It's COVID. What the F else are you doing, JR? And then also, he had to go, Oh, black hat, black hat, buy my book. Right after that book. F you. So it's a good match. But, of course, the Young Buck team is going to win because you want to see the Young, Bu- Young Bucks on of the course. pay-per-view because they have a storyline with the world titles. So of yeah. course. <clears throat> but the Young Bucks don't even want to shake hands after the match. They don't care about mm. anybody because they are angry. They're Interesting. So angry. Yeah. Jack Hager has, or Jake Hager has his own camera crew. Don't know why we had to be told he had his own camera I'm not crew. sure. Doesn't he always? Don't, don't, we always assume yeah, everybody has their camera crew, crew whatever. Yeah, cameras follow around wrestlers all the time. Locker room, he goes in the locker room with Orange Cassidy, and he says, Jericho wants you to be at ring tonight to decide to see what happens, and Cassidy puts his feet up, and then Jake leaves, and Cassidy has a backpack. Mm, wonder what's in there. Hmm. <clears throat> Not that great. Later. Tully Blanchard is with FTR. <sighs> Wow, I know he didn't have to do a lot of talking with Flair around and Arn Anderson around. He was pretty low on the list of people needing to talk. Yeah. But he explains to FTR that if you want to win, you're going to have to win. And you got to win to be a winner. Oh, my God. Win. Uh, I'm wondering the value good. of Tully Blanchard as far as a manager. Goes. It's very low. <clears throat> Tony is there in the <laughs> ring with Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega says, uh, Paige, you know, he screwed up last week. You know, he shouldn't have done that, but whatever. FTR comes out and they say, hey, Kenny, we don't have any problem to you with you. We just want to have a good match and just make the best tag match ever and have some chocolate milk. And Kenny says, I wouldn't spend time with you, D-heads, no matter what. He wow. says, just go ahead and attack me. Oh, by the way, the- real, real quick, let me mention how it's funny that right after the week after Tony Khan tells the crowd, please don't curse. We don't want to get fined by TNT. All the wrestlers decide to curse extra, extra hard, and whoever's catching the curse words and trying to bleep them misses it every time. So Kenny says, just go ahead and attack me. 
Hangman Adam Page comes out. Page, is this makeup or did he stay awake for three days? Because he, looks uh, the like, red, the red was makeup. Yeah, he looks terrible. They made him. They made him look like he was drunk and and exhausted. Yeah, it was great. But I actually like, and I'm not a big FTR fan, but they did this really well because they said, guess what? We're really heels. You knew it all along. Yep. We didn't make you turn on the young bucks, Adam Page, because you did it yourself yeah. because you're an insecure little boy. It's not even, it's not even Kenny Omega's fault. You thought we didn't like him. You're oh. the jerk. You're, you know, you, we screwed you over. And, and, and Adam Page looks like all his confidence is gone. And Kenny looks at him. Kenny's like, I've had enough and he leaves. Wow. So it's all good. There's yes. character development and all these like, I don't know what Kenny Page, Kenny, Kenny Page, Kenny Omega's thinking now. Sometimes he's getting really, he's really way too worked up. And yeah, this, if he would slow burn for another six months, it would be amazing. And then he's finally like, I need to be a world champion. I think so too. I agree. Jericho with uh, Marvez backstage. And he says, look, I came up with another great match. The Mumasa match or Mimosa match. How do you say it? Mimosa. Mosa match. He says it's the first time, like great first time things, like kissing a girl, and he's gonna beat Orange Cassidy because he made Orange Cassidy a star and he's gonna finish him. And then he tells uh Marvez, good luck with that for finding a girl kiss. That's mean. That was good. It was all classic heel. Yeah. JR comes back and he goes, Oh, this mimosa business. You gotta no sell that, JR. Because I was gonna have fun with it. Tell me it's how a match. It is, Let it alone. Oh my god. It is not a match for the world title. It is just a fun match. Yeah, he needs to just so, calm down. Orange Cassidy comes out to watch Jericho's match. Jericho versus Joey Janela. Of course, Jericho wins. He beats up Janela, yells at Cassidy. But then Orange Cassidy comes in and fights him. He has got, he's got that backpack. And then Jake Hager comes out. And then for some reason, I guess Sonny Kiss comes out. And I forgot that she was partners with right. Joey Janela. Yes. We don't mm-hmm. get to see any of that stuff. Yep. Orange Cassidy stands tall in the ring, and in the bag he has a bottle of the bubbly, and he just pours it out. I uh-huh. expected a little more, but whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Recap. There's Sammy and Matt Hardy in a broken rules match. I don't know what this is. <clears throat> I don't either, and, and wow, wait till we I, find out. Yeah. And then they then they mentioned that that Hardy's going to leave if he loses a Yeah, AW okay, and, just like Goldust is going to is going to – just like Goldust is going to retire if he loses a tournament match, why would you do that with well, no bills? Just mention it. Yeah, what is this? Sammy does his card gimmick. Matt is up on the roof of some little building with cards also that says he's going to delete Sammy. And then finally, when all this confusing stuff is gone, the announcers kind of tell us, okay, it's a last man standing match, but if Sammy wins, Matt has to leave AEW. But why would you have and, a, a, a few-day build on that like story? I don't know. Why is it not if Matt wins, Sammy has to be his protege anything and good it's going to do the butler thing but instead matt starts teaching sammy real stuff god what a good think instead, how fun it would be yes. sammy having to be his protege and but instead of matt's really teaching him right he's sammy mr miyagi up. secretly teaching him yes yeah he waxes on and waxes yes, off and he, he doesn't realize it minute. he's learning yeah oh, let's write that and send it to them and they might actually use it because that's really good yeah <laughs> oh, so much fun. I would love to write that. 
He's at the Hardy compound, yeah. and like one of the heart, one of Matt's personalities telling him to do something, and he doesn't. It brings it back, but it's the other Matt's it's personality. It's gold. Like, Why would I? Want? <sighs> so much fun there. Okay, Team Taz comes out with Cage and other who was Ricky Starks. Taz says we're going to win the Casino Battle Royale. Jake the Snake and Lance Archer come out. Then Kingston comes out. Then Perfect Ten. I don't even care what his name is anymore. Comes out. Why is he even there? I don't know. He has no. It's it's the dumb thing where everybody comes out and fight. Even Billy Gunn jumps yeah. in. So oh, we're all fighting because there's a battle royal later. Come back. They're still fighting. Jr. kicks to a Dark Order package by saying Dark Order man did take him out. I swear I don't have an idea. What I don't know said. what he said. Mm-mm. But we find out Dark Order is evil in a, a group. But there's another group of superheroes, which is Zack Ryder, Cardona, Dustin Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, and Weak Link, QT Marshall. Oh, my God. This wow, is, I talked about that last week on the show, and I thought that was a dynamite match. Nope, that's a pay-per-view match. What a weak Oof. face group. NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. What? Okay. I I mixed emotions. About it. It's a non-title match, which of course it is because it's the NWA. Would it be a title match on the no, show? No, I don't, I don't think care. they defend that title on a different show. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. At least not JR today. says, okay, so much to talk about here. First off, let's cover JR. JR feels the need to sell this match. He, oh, these are women that aren't worried they're going to break a nail. Are the other women in this company uh, worried about that JR, because that's God. what it makes it sound like oh uh, and jr says this is one of the better female matches i've ever called i'll probably get in trouble with that because you know on the internet they don't i jr how about you're gonna get in trouble when you act like a, the worst human ever oh there's, we're gonna get to the pay-per-view yeah wow there's nothing wrong with you saying that you like this match more than another match you so shut up about getting that's in trouble right. how about how about that. If you don't want to get in trouble, don't say idiotic things that are whatever. It's trying not to get mad. If he says something good about a women's match, that's a great move. Then he thinks, oh, on the internet, remember the internet? So he's got to like put things around it because he's bitter about what the internet says about him. But they're saying things because you say these things, JR. Yep. No one is jumping on you over stuff you don't say. Yep. No one says Jer looks like he doesn't like women. Yep. People repeat what you say out of your mouth, and we'll get to that. Thunder Rosa Driver, or Thunder Driver, whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, Rosa's victorious. Of course she is. The match went way too long. Are we introducing a new character, this Deeb girl? Are we? Well, first of all, Deeb girl, you know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah. She's been around forever. But yes. But why okay. did she have such a good showing? Against right against the, the champion of another company. I don't know who's getting a title shot. At the I don't. View. I don't know because Serena's so good. But that's not her story today. No, she's fantastic. Yeah, but this isn't how you introduce anybody. And yep. I don't. Is she going to be sticking around? I don't think she I is. I didn't hear about her signing, so I'm not sure. No, she's fantastic. She uh, she she should be a trainer in WWE right now, probably. But whatever. She was, and she got released at the COVIDs. Oh, that's right. That's why that's in my that's head. That's why you're saying so, that. That's why I went backwards. I'm, I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, Moxley talks about MJF, and it's all good. And I'm excited for this title match. I really am. Back, Tony's with Swole. And they're doing a thing. 
And guess what happens? Somebody gets free cheese pizza again. What? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one not getting free cheese pizza out here? I think so. What is going on? So, oh, but the pizza delivery, uh, girl, she attacks her, and then Brit, Brit attacks from behind. She's okay to fight, and pizza face swole, and Aww. we're told it's going to be a tooth and nail match. Don't, we'll get to that. AEW champion John Moxley versus Mark Sterling with Wardlow. Okay. What? Yeah. Uh, non-title, of course. You know the story. Beats up a jobber. But after the match, Moxley wins. Wardlow it's not just... Okay, okay, listen. You're not saying the most important yes. part. <sighs> like the end of Raw, I shouldn't have felt bad for the cartoon lawyer. But no, I thought but, this went on... No, 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 no. You said the important part. Cartoon. I know, but I shouldn't have felt this bad and I did. I was embarrassed... I was embarrassed by this part. And then Moxley said something like, this is not good television. No. In the middle this of the match. Did fun. you hear him say that? He's a jerk. This was fine. <laughs> this was great because he was, they even did the bit where, oh, he doesn't even know how to make a fist. And he has to show him how to keep your thumb. Out That's of all fist. funny. Yeah. Yes. It's all because it is a cartoon. We will get to roll. That's not a cartoon. Okay. This lawyer is a lawyer, so it's all a cartoon. I had no problem with this. I song. guess. Because MJF comes out with a walker. Oh, but no, he's not hurt. He's going to attack Moxley. He's ready to go. And Moxley takes a beating. Solid go home show. I wrote that in my notes. Last mm-hmm. four words solid go home. And I didn't put show. It's fine. But <laughs> I can't count. We'll get to the pay per view. But as far as go home shows go, yeah. this was what it needed to be. This was classic go-home show. So, yeah. at this point, I'm happy. It was fine, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but do-do-do, emails, do we have them? That's for the pay-per-view, that's for the pay-per-view. Two SmackDown emails, that can't be right. Well, no. Um, that's for the pay-per-view, that's for the pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, here's one. Um. Drucifer Jones, Melodic Tones, writes in and says... I was going to email complaining about the entire wrestling world losing it over rich and famous people becoming a little less rich and famous. Instead, let's talk about you guys. Yes, we'll get there. How are you? Good. Are the wildfires as close to your home as they were last year? Oh, my God. Not Larry, but here where I am. Oh, my God. They're not that close to our house right now, so that's good. But um, they are, because we had a brutal weekend Larry, it was like um, it was like 116 degrees here. Is that because the fires were like right outside your window? <laughs> no, but that be, that helped. I mean, that hurt, helped enrage the fires even more. That started some fires, and it, it yeah, it was, it, I don't know. Sun, magnifying glass. I'm not really sure how. What was, um, what was the weird? Remember last year when you almost got burned out? It looked like a chicken or something. What was it chicken leg? You sent me that picture and the way the fire burned around your house looked like just was all the yeah. way. It was weird. Yeah. Remember how it, it didn't get your your tiny little part of the neighborhood. You're right. Oh, it so didn't. Lucky. We got lucky. Did it? How close was Dog with the Blog? Was he closer to the fire? Uh, About the same. He's not that. I mean, he's really close to the, right down the street, Larry. Walking distance. Um, He says, can we get an update on Amy's health? Well, she's not here to say, but, um, you know. 
Her health's fine. I think it's uh, um, right now she's doing good, except, you know, I think everyone's mental health is suffering because of this stupid COVID um, stuff. So, okay. Oh, awesome. Okay, great. He talked about your, you and the fires Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. asked about Amy. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready for something. Okay. Um, How's Larry's rehab going? I heard he was very drunk the other no, day. No, none of that's in there because he didn't talk uh, about it. You're you. right. Nothing's in there about me. Mm. What? There's no rehab, by the way, because Larry would drink forever. I, um, I, I don't need it. I am fully functioning. I know you are, but it's still you, like. You have to admit. I, I, I know, and that's the thing. That's the, scary, that's the scary thing, but it's, I think it's because you drink weak beak beer. That's the problem. <laughs> Weak um, beak. Yeah, it has a very weak beak. Um, I hope all's well. Thank you. This email allowed me to gain a little perspective on what is actually important. Love you guys. Jerusalem Jones. Thank you. Oh, I think he loves some more than others. But well, yeah. Hey, I'm okay. He didn't ask about I'm, you. I'm doing fine. Thanks. Yeah, it's a it's a little, you know, it's rough out here. Get I'll tell you what. Karaoke of Rudolph the Red Nose Raider. These are how these. I know, Larry. I know. But let me tell you. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the rich and famous, rich and famous later. Uh, uh, more pay-per-view, more thing. Okay, so it's all pay-per-view emails. So let me... Um, oh, so let's just do SmackDown right now. And then we'll get to the oh, okay. AW pay-per-view. If I open my notes, we can do that. So I'm sorry. This is you again, Larry. <laughs> you are sorry. But the, but the people mm-hmm. just love it. In memory of Fink. Uh, rec- rec- recap feedback. That wasn't yeah. feedback. <clears throat> what was the pay-per-view called? Uh, backlash. Backlash. Uh, revenge. The payback. <laughs> no, backlash is what I thought last week. It's payback. Why well, feedback? Okay. Feedback. But now feedback. the recaps yeah. have a time code at the bottom. What? What is this? I don't know. I didn't see that. Yeah, there's a. The recap has a uh, a time a time code running. I don't know if it's to show that the that it ended earlier to show that how long Roman Reigns wasn't in the match. I, I don't know. I didn't see that part. Maybe you were watching some weird feed. Okay. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman come out. They have, you know, the stupid project an image thing. They project a giant image of Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, tell me he's a heel. Keep telling me. I know. But Paul's great because Paul comes out and he says, you know what? I thought it was out of all this BS. But he pulled me back in. Yes. You think I corrupted him? He corrupted me. This I is, was I was just being a good guy over this here. This is really, really good. You know, I'm worried that I'm going to become a Roman Reigns fan. Yep. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, listen, he's champ. There will be a fatal four-way tonight. And I don't even care. I'm not even going to talk about who's in it because I don't have to, which was really cool. He says, I'll leave that to Anderson Cooper and Carmella's latest boyfriend Whoa, over there. That's good. I like that. And then he does the lie, but he says he's a special counsel for the tribal chief. So that's great. Wow, and they're and doing this is know. we're doing this is my island because they want to make it different. Yeah. And Roman Reigns talks, and we'll get into this later. We won't, I'll just mention it now. Roman Reigns thinks when you're a heel, you whisper. Well, I, I don't I think it's you- I don't think it's that, Larry. I think it's that they're taking advantage of the fact that there's no live crowd, so they can talk how they want. Yeah, whatever. He's like, I'm real powerful. I'm gonna win. Whatever. Next up, they tell us Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison. Good God! Why does every match seem like I've seen it a million times? I don't know, and but I know isn't you this say good roster? But 
Did I miss? Just, did I miss the fact that this is a number one contenders match? If you missed it, I did too because I don't think that's in my notes. We'll find out. I think that's uh, what they said. I don't know. I don't know. Now we get an update on the finalist in the Connor the Crusher uh, tournament. So you know, that's in the <laughs> in the back, Aww. named after him. He was the first one out. Uh, in back. Holy God, what's wrong with me? In the back, Huso 2 talks to Roman. I don't even know where this comes from. Oh, my God. Huso 2 talks to Roman, and he says, all this Paul stuff is really confusing. He's pretty evil. And Roman says, says don't you worry about Paul. Okay. What? Usos are the dumbest people in the world. All Both of them together are so super dopey. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Heavy Machine. Now it's Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison. They mentioned the briefcase. Remember the briefcase? I do, and I think they're going to steal a gimmick we made up on the show. Heavy Machinery win, but Morrison takes the briefcase. Why? In the back. Biggie. I am I am really behind Biggie getting a singles push. But you know what? I feel like I'm the only person behind it, including Big E. Because guess know, what, Big E? I know. If you're getting a singles push, do something. Don't hang around with Gulag and Lucha Party backstage celebrating the fact Xavier Woods is supposed to be coming back tonight. Okay. You're but supposed here's the, to be doing okay. a big singles there's push so here. Many, there's so many issues here. Number one, Big E, you're right. Sure seems to only care about his life with jobbers and being in New Day, considering he's a, he's a singles guy. Number two, it's another bait-and-switch lie. Because he tricks us with his wording. He's like, remember how last week they tricked us with his wording? Where they was like, he was like, I'm on Ms. TV. I don't want to be on Ms. TV. There's no Ms. TV. Just- now this week, it's Xavier Woods is coming back tonight. And we're all like, oh, to return to talking smack. What? So he's not coming to... Wait. Wait, what? Huh? Oh. But it's also Woods' birthday. <gasps> but he's not going to be here. Oh. What? And also, Biggie gets a chance to, to fight for the world. To- oh, no. Yep. Yeah, that's a lot of stupidness. So, I I write, Biggie is... Sp- when will he get serious? I want to be behind him. I'm he not can even Listen, he can be the jokey guy that gets the title shot and then get real serious when it's the actual match, but he can't even get himself to that point without, you know... Uh, I get it. I understand the concept of the New Day and everybody puts over everybody else. I get it. But Xavier's not on this show. Yeah, and he mentions he's in the four-way. Oh, okay. No, spoiler. Yeah, no. He, some guy, random guy comes in and he's, he says, who are you? Is that what you say to people? No. If you're at work in a big work environment yeah. and some guy comes in and says, you do, who are you? I never said that. Oh my God. I told a new hire that one of the modules was haunted this week. It's oh my amazing. God, oh my God. But uh, <laughs> Xavier has arrived. That's what he's told. <laughs> oh, I wish I could tell all the pranks I pulled this week into work. Oh my God. Uh, Xavier Xavier has arrived. That's what he told. So Biggie carries the case. But they just said he wasn't coming here. Oh my god! I don't understand, Biggie. That we'll get to the we'll, my last line of this part. We'll get to it. Biggie carries the cake out. Oh la la! I have a cake. I'm attacked by Seamus. Seamus beats down Biggie. Biggie gets slammed through a windshield. This is the line, and WWE, you have to learn this. 
Is John Moxley stupid in AEW? No, he's very smart. I'm talking. Yes. Dumb faces are never cool. No. Biggie's not cool because he's an idiot. As much as I like Drew, Drew's new character, he's constantly stupid. But not Drew Gulak. Not Drew Gulak, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other Drew. Okay. Stop giving me faces who are stupid about the, how oh, I know it's goes. awful. WWE knows how to make the dumbest faces on earth. So <laughs> make the dumbest faces. Oh yes, they do. But did, did Seamus, is that okay? Seamus did white noise to Big E to put him out on a car. Is that racist? Okay. That's all. I just want to do a Vince ah. McMahon thing. I wrote, I can see voices. Wait, you wrote that? Yeah, in my notes. Oh, oh, no, because I told you about it. How bad is TV now? We're doing a TV show about you look at someone and guess if they can sing? What the? I know. We've talked about that before. Oh, my God. That's an advertisement for some stupid show where it's not even like I sing and you say if I'm good or bad. Somebody comes out and you look at them and guess if they can sing. Do you know who would be good at that? Right here. Uh, no, you would be good at guessing how old they were. But uh, and that's but what do I want to watch that? I'm who also a human lie TV? detector, Larry. You have no idea of my powers. Who is who is watching TV? Who is watching TV right now? Not me. I it watch wrestling. That's it. The worst. Back in Big E is with the medics. Oh my god. Now no one else but me noticed this, but you need to go back because okay. Biggie is being attended to by the medics and he's wearing a track suit, hmm. but the medics have their gear in a bag on the stretcher and the, it's exact same pattern as his track suit. It looks like there's two people in the same track suit, one on a stretcher. Oh, looking. that's weird. Okay. It doesn't make sense right now, but if you go back and look, it's hilarious. Seamus wanders up and he says, Oh, what's going on here? Oh, I did it. And of course I did. It. And now this is how we learn who's in this four-way. Seamus says it was going to be him, Biggie, Corbin, and Riddle. That's how you tell me. Oh, I don't. first of all, yuck to that lineup. Oh my God! It's like, yeah, that's the only people you got. <laughs> Cole, we go back, and Cole says something about we're going to have this ladies' tag team match, which is going to be the greatest tag. What? I don't know how. Way oversold. I don't understand. In the back, Sasha Banks and Bailey talk about the rematch. Oh, wait. Cole knows what's going to happen. Yep. It's not the match that's going to be great. No, it's, it's the, the moment. Payoff thing. Mm-hmm. And also, spoiler alert, Bailey and Sasha, you've seen it. They're going to break up tonight. The only reason, the only reason, because I love them, the only reason I'm excited, I'm tired of seeing interviewers being jerks yeah and it comes out when sasha and bailey are around you don't know that they're not good friends why are you constantly like you're not really good friends why don't hate it bad appearances in the back he's now a character get used to it what's his name bad appearances bad appearances is back there what's his name adam pierce oh okay checking biggie he says, Biggie's out of it. I don't know what we're going <laughs> to. First off, I thought you were head of security. Why are you? What is his function? He's is not. He he's a producer. He's a producer. Because he says, I don't know what we're going to do. And Paul comes in and says, hey, let me talk to you about what we could do tonight. 
Don't understand Adam Pierce's role. He seems like a fill-in GM, but whatever. Sasha Banks and Bailey against the tag champs. Shanna Baszler. All I can think about is last week when I had that. Couldn't when you couldn't remember Shanna's name? Yeah, that was funny. In the in the box. People think this is a work. No. Uh, in the box. <laughs> Nazaro talk about. Why is Nazaro talking about this women's tag match? First of all, it's not Nazaro, but. Second of all, I don't know. That was weird. Like, they're the last... Somebody should be talking about their tag match. No, they don't need to put over this thing. This thing's awesome. Somebody needs to put them over. They make car wreck jokes? I don't don't understand this at all. No. And then they try to sell their segment that we're back here in the Champions Lounge that will never be seen again. Yeah, what was that? It's not a thing. I don't know. Stop trying to make things a thing. It's not a thing. No. This match is really long. And I I will tell you right now, I'm bitter against this match. Why? I love this match. And I'm so bitter because I don't want this. I know. I know. It's like every relationship I have. I know where it's heading. I really like this match. (laughs) How it has been. But Sasha Banks, leg is injured. But she's fighting. And I don't know. They were heels, but Sasha is fighting from underneath, and she's great. The heels, the heels, I guess, the former champions, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, retained the belts, but Sasha's really, really hurt. Like, super, like, wrestling kayfabe really hurt. Yeah. The medics come out. Bailey's so worried about her. And we even go to the commercial break with her being hurt and coming back, and she's still hurt. But the but by the way, the medics more medics tonight than maybe any time outside it's of a lot of WCW that yeah, I've seen. Because WCW had medics everywhere. She Sasha doesn't want the medics help, but Bailey will help her. Help Bailey helps her up, and she, she, then Bailey attacks her, and I'm sad. Is that the ambulance showing up to pick up Sasha? Yeah, there, there they are. I told you, medics everywhere. Mm-hmm. Say WCW, the medics, medics. So yes, Bailey up. finally did her heel turn, and Larry didn't like it because he liked this team. I like this team too, Larry. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta do the turn when the red hot. Sorry. It's like the ba- the uh, Brady song. Time for a change. Change, cha-cha, change. Yep, that's exactly uh, right. But I, the beatdown is forever. Chair neck to Sasha. I imagine yeah. Sasha's going out for a while, which is fine. But, okay, Sasha Bailey, you made WWE fun for quite a while. Good job. Yeah. And Bailey's getting over as a huge heel. I'm happy for you, Bailey, because I've always been a Bailey backer. But still, it's the end of an era, and I'm sad. Bailey Baker. I knew it was coming. Bailey then they Baker. tell me Gold Rush is coming. What is this? Oh, my God. So they added the Clash of Champions isn't good enough because during the COVID uh, times, they have to have a gimmick for every pay-per-view. Remember how it was like, payback, time for lunch. And it was like, SummerSlam, you'll never see the person. And then it was, <laughs> it was, it was uh, Extreme Rules, horror movie. And then it was, now yeah. it's... Now it's, um, what is it called? It's called Clash of Champions Extreme Gold Nuggets. No, it's Rush Gold Rush. That's it. <laughs> we get a recap of Sammy's return. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sammy is in the ring. Oh, he's still the champion. He has the original IC title. And why didn't you announce, announce me as IC champion? The guy says it's not in the notes. And he calls the production truck and it's still not in the notes there. Mm-hmm. Then Jeff Hardy comes out. 
and Jeff says stuff. And AJ comes out, and AJ attacks Hardy. Sammy helps, but then AJ attacks Sammy, and Sammy runs away with his original title, which would have been funnier if he would have taken both titles, but I don't care. Whatever. So isn't this the story where they have to have a ladder match to find the real chick? Did yes. we do this already? Okay, just checking. Yes. Okay. That has happened at least twice. Okay, just checking. At least twice with the IC title. That's what I mean. Okay. Just want to make sure it wasn't just me. Why is the IC title always the... Oh, there's multiple... Whatever. <laughs> Breaking news. Uso number whatever get got in that match. Because we know... Which, they did not over-explain it. Thank you for respecting me at least a little. But it was Paul Heyman. Paul was... That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's great. Mm-hmm. They say, talking smack tonight is going to remind us we didn't see Alexa Bliss or Nakazaro so far. Mm. Why do you put that yeah, on Yeah, we the saw him in a box. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. In the video, we see heels, as in high heels, and a mink. Ooh, sexy. Who is this? Who do you think it is? If it's Eve, I throw up. I said the same thing. If it's Eve and Marie, I'm done. But I think it's Vanessa Bourne. If it's Otis in heels, and a, oh, I'm so in. Vanessa Bourne, how about that? Because I swear I to God, if it's just enough to make me even care, I, if it's the return of Carmella, I don't give a crap. Oh, wow. Arkham's Carmella. Yeah, I think you hit on it. Oh, OK. You know, Paul did mention her. Mm. Otis, we see in the back. He's with Tucker. Upside down, upside down Charlotte. No. It could be her. Could be what? Upside down Charlotte, but I think she's in retribution. But go ahead. She is. I don't know if she is. Oh, right, 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 right. Physically, she's out there in a hoodie. Correct. Otis talks to Tucker. Tucker says, what are we going to do? I can't find Miz and Morrison. And Otis should say, it doesn't matter. Do you know how now things work? But Otis says, it doesn't matter. I don't keep the contract in there. I keep it in this lunch bucket. Didn't we say and this last Tucker week? Says, yeah, Tucker says, what's in the case then? And we, how close is this to what we've talked about? We just made this story up a week or two ago, and they already did it. But is it exact? I mean, this is... I mean, it's exact, except we said when we'll find out when he cashes in. Instead, we found out way sooner. That's all. That's the difference is the timing. That's all. It's the same thing we said. We cut to Miz and Morrison. They open the case. At least Miz is not an idiot because Miz says, so what if you stole the briefcase? That's right. not how it works. Right. Which makes me think they're still keeping Miz on the on the uh, the side griddle. What do you call that? Where you uh, stuff back up? burner, side griddle. Back That's a new one. Larry's new one, everyone. Dog the bites me. Back the me? side griddle. What? God, I hate doing this show because I'm so much smarter when I'm sober. I swear to God, I'm well, a genius. Then you are but, you are a, a drunk. Then that you need. To, we're gonna get. We're gonna do an intervention tomorrow. So don't worry. So I have not got time for that. <laughs> uh, he knows. So Miz does know the rules. So they open up. What's in there? They couldn't even like make it a turkey. Like no. it's a sandwich. It's a like sandwich, we like we said. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Morrison goes to eat it, and Miz says, "Ooh." So yeah, why would he eat it? Also, why is Miz wearing Connor for the cure? I know you liked Connor. We all like Connor. You're a heel. Stop. He's not only a heel, he might be part of he might be the main guy in retribution. We don't even know. Uso, number whatever, is in a rot locker room. 
And he's he's talking to Roman Reigns. He says, thanks for making this match. And Roman says, and then <laughs> that is we what he see did. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Matt Riddle comes out for that big match. So I guess it's happening now, right? I guess. No, it's not. Because Corbin comes out, complains about Uso not earning his spot. Yeah. Riddle attacks him. Then Sheamus attacks. Then Uso attacks. They fight. There was not a match yet. We come back and it's Firefly Funhouse. There were se- there was 17 minutes between the time they pretended to start and the time they actually started the main event. That sounds like a fantastic thing to watch. Fighting all that craziness. They must be so... They aren't tired when we come back. Nope. Back Firefly Funhouse. Uh, Bray is great. He says, oh, I know everybody's sad because he lost his favorite toy. But that's okay because next week we have a new friend in the <gasps> Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. Who is it, Larry? We go from, I don't know, but we go from that. We watch Nikki is watching that on the monitor. And she looks so, she looks so vivid. And <laughs> Alexa said, comes in, she says, she says, Nikki, I'm sorry I broke your mug. I have pigtails and I'm so cute. I'm happy. And she skips off. And, and Nikki looks so concerned. And guess what's in the background? Ramblin' Rabbit. Please hey, remember be as good as I think this could nine, be. I think eight or nine months ago on this show, we said, wouldn't it be yes. awesome if the puppets were out there on the loose and only Nikki could speak to them? We did. Oh, if Ramblin' Rabbit is okay. warning Nikki. Okay. This is me stretching for a really, really great But story. that's what he does. Ramblin' Rabbit warns people. Yes. No, you're right. But wouldn't it be great? If Ramblin' Rabbit is is like, oh, he's going to take Alexa Bliss. Oh, you've got to save her. You've got to save her. And if the end, Bray is really after Yeah, Nikki. Nikki of course. And then Ramblin' Rabbit is like, I'm sorry, Nikki, but yep. he was going to hurt me. I had to. And, this, it's and all Nikki there. Becomes, oh, it's all there. Now, it, let's talk about the, the, the braids, though, because Alexa had now four braids. <gasps> Which means she keeps growing into the fiend. Oh, I know, I know. But it's I know, I know. Simplest but, but listen, answer. But yes, but listen. For now, so so yeah. Nikki, Alexa, who's the new character, Larry? Because I know. Do you, Alexa? Neither. Who? Wobbly Walrus. What? I have the inside Funhouse scoop. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Wobbly walrus. Oh, my God. If anybody listened to all our rambling and got to this, they're going to be so ahead of the game. And it's a, sp- it's a spoof of Paul Heyman. Oh, you are a spoiler, Joe. You are naughty. I'm sorry. Ooh. Oh, I, I love I, when, when I, you. Okay, because you, you always know stuff and you won't tell because you're like it's not 100 percent yeah this is like oh my god it's so cool and you're like it's not 100%. if you go back if you go back and look and i do a lot um at the trademarks on september 1st 2020 wwe decided to do a trademark on the phrase wobbly walrus at the exact same time that the fiend will be mad about Roman Reigns taking that title away and Roman Reigns just happens to be managed by Paul Heyman. So you could figure it out. No, you couldn't. Well, no, I could. Not gonna, most people are not going to do this, Joe. They're not going to do it. But, but, 
But I, it makes me look forward to SmackDown to see if all this is correct. Okay, I'm not, I'm not pooping on this. I'm SmackDown has kept me wanting to watch the show for three weeks now. Yes, and I remember how bad SmackDown was. SmackDown so sucked. I'm not complaining. I liked this SmackDown. So yeah, the pro. Okay, the only problem I have is, and it's it's your limited roster thing. These okay, we're going to go back to this match to see who fights Roman Reigns for the title. That's fine. Riddle is in this match. Yeah, that's fine because guess what? Matt Riddle has won six out of his last seven singles matches. Yes. That sounds like a contender to me, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Sheamus has won three out of the last ten of his singles matches. Yeah, Corbin has won one out of the last sing. 10 singles matches Mm -hmm. and Jay Uso won a singles match on SmackDown December four, December 4th, 2018. Yeah. I know, but story purposes, it works because guess what? Uso wins. And in the ring, Kayla congratulates Uso one or two. Mm -hmm. And he says, Hey, big dog, welcome to the, well, you know, the rest and I can't wait. I'm so happy. I, you're such a good guy, Roman Reigns. And we're going to have such oh a clean, boy. fun match. I He's, am just the dumbest person in the world. I, if this so, if this story is Usos in the in the main event and and Reigns, I mean. Uso th- is so dumb that he thinks he's going to get a fair fight and Reigns yeah. absolutely annihilates him. Reigns' promo after that is, if I do this to my relatives, imagine what I'll do to my enemies. This is incredible. Hey, this is the problem we always have. When someone wins a title and we know they're super strong, Yeah, you've got to go through a pay-per-view where obviously the guy doesn't. But now I'm excited to see if Uso just... I just totally He's going to get destroyed. Yeah. So I can't... I could never look forward to him losing the title because we know that's not how it works. But now I do have something because this is such a cool story and Paul saying things and Roman being mean with cancer. It's amazing. (laughs) I I really like all this. Yeah, it's it's well done right now. We'll see if that lasts. No complaints. No complaints. No. How crazy. I I mean, my complaints were the lineup in that match was sad. And it's yes, pretty much all completely point. jerks. It's all jerks and an Uso. And all I'm so well, glad. Okay. Think about, but think about this. There were two faces and two heels in that match, and he pinned a face. That's how much they think of Riddle right now. I think they don't care about him right now. So that's good. Yeah, he's accidentally got all these wins just because yeah. of its, its storyline. But wow, he seriously, Uso could have pinned any heel, but he didn't. <sighs> Wow. Okay. Well, I've SmackDown emails because you have to use it fifteen <clears throat> times every show. Hate it. Um, SmackDown email. Um, this one f- says to the faithful departed. It's from Andrew, aka Larry. Trying to remember Shane's name last week was the break me <sighs> off a piece of that fancy feast. I said aloud, "Nobody tell him." Yes, it was that moment from the office. Nobody tell him. Why you got this? Uh, break me off a piece of that we, football cream. Football cream. Yep, it's football cream. No, it's too funny. What do you mean? And I'm sitting in front of a computer. I could have typed something. I know. <clears throat> in my many years of listening to the show, I have learned the following about Larry's taste in women. Oh no. 
Pigtails are a must. It yep. helps if you look like Cheryl Burke. He, he might be interested if you're a gilder, but he won't necessarily say no if you're over the 205 mark. Also, absolutely true. She cannot be bothered by his hatred of food. Am I missing anything? <laughs> mm. a, a, oh, yeah, a lot of things. Yeah. We should do uh, should like a show on Patreon. We could. Oh, Would people want a show on Patreon where we go into the details of all this bull crap? No. <laughs> hmm. uh, do you think uh, Fiend's loss at payback and exclusion at Clash of Champions for the title telegraphs Fiend winning either the Rumble or Elimination Chamber and that's his way back to the title? Andrew A.K. Um, um, he doesn't have to. That's the thing. He could. But he's one of those story guys that could just pop in and build something, you know? He doesn't need a big win, even though that would be neat. But The Fiend definitely has a path back to the title because, well, he never got pinned, first of all. Yeah. Second of all... He's a Fiend. I he, that's the good thing about The Fiend. He can always hover. Yep. The way they've... If they would write this perfectly, he could be a force all the time. Yes. No matter what storyline's going on, what's the fiend doing? Yes. Um, Jeremiah writes in and says, um, although I wanted to get all out, I can't justify the price. I'm excited to hear the results. Thanks for your coverage. On another note, I swear I came across this tweet honestly. Nothing is the same as the real walking whiteboard, but would you please still read this gem? I'm a proud patron. Thank you, even if you don't. Yes, I will read you a tweet that looked like a walking whiteboard comment. Okay, you ready? <laughs> good. Okay, here we go. Good, good. Welcome back, Roman Range. But I don't understand why you need Paul Heyman. Because Paul Heyman was the client of Brock Lesnar. But it your choice. And think Roman Range bet everyone. And if that happens, well, I think that Brock Lesnar, well, should up. And probably win the SmackDown. What? <laughs> okay. Thank you. What? <laughs> probably win the SmackDown. Probably. Um, okay. So, pay-per-view. No? Yes. Oh, yeah. I got it right here. Buy-in. Let's start with the... It's AW All Out, but I got the buy-in first. Here's the buy-in. Oh, my God. Poor Tony Schiavone. He's on the buy-in. But he's standing next to Dasha most of the night, and he's so nervous. He's like, oh, nice, nervous, nice drunk? woman. What is going on? He, he's so nervous. First, he reads the rules for the, um, oh, my God. He's trying to figure out the rules for um, Mimosa Mayhem. First, he says, there's no rope breaks. Rope breaks, I mean. Rope breaks. <laughs> And then later, he's like, okay, remember, it's rope breaks, it's rope breaks, it's rope breaks. Got it. Breaks. I got it. No room breaks. Oh, my God. Tony. Okay. Am I wrong? Maybe he was in the mimosas. Did Tony and JR go out? God knows I would do this. Go out drinking beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it, they kept drinking. They're like, oh, my God, there's a pay-per-view. Tony ran <laughs> to the studio and he's and the JR got there in a hurry. Didn't even have time to change because his shirt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
That's what happened. They just possible. got drunk before the pay-per-view. Yeah. This is the beginning. This is the first of the wheels that are going to fall off tonight. The right wheels. Wheels. Um, we get a winner gets in the Battle Royal later match, I think it is. It's Serpentico with Luther against Joey Janela with Sonny Kiss. Um, it's a match. Elbow drop. Janela wins. So Joey yeah. Janela gets to be in the thing. I didn't know he wasn't in it. So I don't understand this. Did, yeah. Why? And is it supposed to mean something between the two? <sighs> I don't know. But then Tony annoys me because he goes, well, a lot of these have, um, well, am I allowed to say this? Storylines. And it's like, first of all, don't because you're drunk. But then Excalibur makes it way worse. He goes, Another, like you said, Tony, another storyline match is the Dark Order versus... What? Storyline... Larry, in wrestling history, have you ever ever heard anyone go, here's a storyline match? No. I've never heard that. story, but no. Come on, guys. Um, I'm telling you, this, this was the beginning of all the wheels falling off. It's... Drunk announcers. I will ride until the wheels fall off. Happy, go lucky, little Jimmy and all. Um, Dark Order, the Foil Brothers versus Private Party is your second buy-in match. Now remember, they were supposed to put the tooth and nail match between Big Swall and Brett Baker on the buy-in. But Tony Khan got so much complaints on Twitter, he says that um, got so many complaints that he says, okay, they're, you're right. They do deserve to be on the main show. No. Wow, that match. Okay, so <sighs> anyway. Um, this is ex- an exciting match between these guys. I like the Foil Brothers. They're very good. Um, <laughs> too bad the match means nothing. Gin and Juice, Private Party win. So doesn't matter. Uh, wow, Private Party is so... They're like, right in the middle there. Never, yeah, it's just... Yeah, right in the middle. Mm. JR okay, comes but, out. But, yeah, okay. I won't say wheels falling off here. That was a normal. That was fine. Buy-in was fine. fine. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to see there, right? Except Tony yeah. saying rope brack. I mean, room break. Ah, crap. So funny. Um, so JR comes out to his theme. And all I could think about as his theme plays as an announcer is when he told Excalibur, why are you wearing that mask? Remember, kid, this ain't about you. He has an entrance with music. Yep. I hate you, JR. I didn't always hate you. I didn't. It's going to get worse. I thought you were good. No, I don't. Uh, and now, AW All Out, live from Daly's Place. Daly's Place. Um, outside, a car pulls up. Oh, no. It's Big Swole and a referee. Oh, God. So we were right about that this was going to be a cinematic match. We were That's wrong okay. about that. This was going to be good. Um, hmm. So let's talk about it, okay? So they go I into. I don't know how to. I'll tell you. They go into Britt's dentist office, and Swole checks That's in. That's good. And it's, right. It's all. It starts out like it should, right? And then Swole checks Every, okay. in at the before front. Before we start pooping on it, everything is there. It's it's all there. It's just not done right. Nothing lands. Okay. So no. Exactly. Here's the thing. So Swole checks in, and it's Reba at the desk doing a comedy voice, which that's funny, right? Yeah. But then Swole knocks her out with a clipboard in the slowest clipboard headshot I've ever seen. It would look like it looked stupid. 
Then Swole searches the, the dentist's office. She can't find Brit, but it looks like a crime scene because I guess Brit, you know, was doing surgery and whatever. So there's blood <laughs> everywhere. And Britt Baker's lurking. And Swole goes into a cabinet and there's tra- chattering teeth in there, like like toy teeth. And so what? here's what I wrote. I don't know if this is good yet. Is my notes at this point. Okay. Then Britt kills Swole with her diploma. Why would she do that? Okay, unless it wasn't really hers. And then they fight all over the place and fight outside and throw Reba in a dumpster and inside. And here's where I write, I don't like it. This isn't cool and it isn't fun. But I feel like AEW bought bought me a gift. Yeah. Because they know what I like. And then they gave it to me and I unwrapped it and it's like... Yeah, no, it's just, yeah. I know you know what I like, but this isn't it. Like, no, this has this has guacamole on it. The problem, yeah, okay. The problem is, I I learned to like Britt Baker. I didn't like her in the beginning. I really like her now, yes, and I always liked Big Swole. She's and fine. I love Reba. So right yeah. there, these three that should, and I love these types of matches. So it all should work. But it doesn't work. And none yeah, of it ever that. really lands. And then there's they use a drill, and I guess Bridge trying to kill Swole. And but why did that kind I don't of know. drill? It's so I don't know. I don't know. And then the commentators, there's a there's a um a syringe there, and they're like, oh, that's Novocaine. The commentators know it's Novocaine somehow. Mm-hmm. And then Swole uses it on Brit's legs, so she slows down because she can't, she has legs asleep. And then Swole uses knockout gas. And JR goes, I love that stuff. Give me that drug. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah. He wants okay. the drugs, he said. And Brit is knocked out, and that's it. She loses, swole wins, and it's not great. This was yuck. Okay. I, we kind of should just move on. This was just a We should. It didn't misfire. land, but listen. It was a complete but not every, misfire. Right. Not every cinematic match lands. There are some that just aren't that great. This is one of them. That's all. Yeah. They're hit and miss, you know? Okay. But I don't even I don't even blame the actors in this. You should have it should have been done. You can film, you can refilm, right? Yeah. You don't have to just make it work. I know. The, all the good jokes were there. You had the environment for and then yep. they just said this book is a hat. It's just I know, I know they did. Never make the book into a hat. It's the worst kind of improv. Jurassic Express against the Young Bucks. Um, you know, a good match because it's these two teams. However, um, they botched a suplex to the floor, and that was Jungle Boy's fault. And that, I felt bad about that one because it, it was such a, I, it's such a rare move that they do where you suplex someone from the ring to the yeah. floor. And then when you do it, you have to kind of do it like domino steps or whatever. And it didn't Domino really was great at that. Domino is really good. Deuce is not so good. Um, JR thinks it's Lucha Express because, well, he's dumb. But then he is an idiot again. And he's like, you know, those young bucks, they're real brothers, not wrestling brothers. It's a fake he's part, done a real that part. So many times. Please stop doing that. Please. The match is good. It, Don't ruin it for me. But that doesn't add to their characters, but nope. it does take away from. Everybody else. Yeah. It's not a plus. It's a negative. Why would you do it? Yep. Don't mention it. Um, 
the match is great, like I said, but of course, in the end, BTE trigger and the Young Bucks go over. Of course, yeah. JR thinks that the V trigger is a super kick, so he's dumb. What? Yeah. He thinks the oh, knee is a super that. kick. How? Dude. I don't know. He's a moron. Okay. I didn't. I, that's totally dumb if that happened, and I totally believe you, but that's totally dumb. Okay. The BTE trigger is double knees like a Kamagoya on, on either side, yes. right? He says... They won with two super kicks. Okay. Yeah, kicks with the knee. You know, you kick somebody with your knee. He's getting paid. He's getting paid. This is his job and he can't even do it. Okay, here we go. The Casino Battle Royal. The winner of this match is going to get a future title shot against the world champion. It's the whole concept. Five suits. You know the rest, right? So the people yeah. come out in groups of five. That keeps it interesting. Taz is on commentary. Here we go. The first five people well, come well, out. We forgot about the Joker. <clears throat> and then, right, and then finally, there'll be a twenty-first person out, and that's the Joker. So whoever that drew is, that one, oh, that's that's something special. But the Always. thing, it is very special tonight. But the thing about the Joker is, it's kind of uh, dumb because this is supposed to be a random draw, and like tonight, it's a Joker because it's a new character. Other times, it was the Joker because it was a guy that wasn't even in the match. Like it's kind of phony. So, but anyway, let's oh, forget that. Point mm-hmm. out something like that. It, it would be like uh, WWE saying number forty is yeah yeah know, it's stupid yeah I know. So here's the first five are the, they they're each a, 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 a card suit right. So this is the clubs. Um, suit. We get Trent yeah Christopher Daniels Jake Hager Blade and Phoenix. Okay that's fine. And every three minutes, a new group comes out. So of those guys, nobody got eliminated. So the next five are the Diamonds. And that is Frankie Kazarian, right? Uh, Will Hobbs. Remember Will Hobbs' jobs? But in this match, he's actually pretty good. Um, Did you say no? No. Yeah, he wrestled once and he he lost, but he's really good. Hmm. Why would I remember that? I don't know. I've Chuck, said that a million times in my life. I know. But Chuck Taylor. Here, I know. Okay. Chuck Taylor, Santana, and Ortiz. So they got lucky. So they come out together. So that's good. Every time you say that, you say and Ortiz. And I'm like, was it Tease? Or is it? Oh, yes. And I get it. Ortiz. Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald, all three of them. What was yeah. the, what was there's a twin, the triplets? Uh, Mary, Kate, Kate and Ashley, all three of them. I yeah. swear that. Probably three years I did that. Um, okay so blade goes out excuse me and then the next five come out so we're up to 14 people now um without blade so billy billy gunn oh my god pentagon ricky starks brian cage and darby allen so billy gunn goes out right away because he doesn't feel like working this match um phoenix goes out huh he was a not my pick but he was a good one to stay in the match but chuck gets thrown out now the final five and something happened here in the house with Wembley or whatever. He had to go poop or whatever. So I was distracted. It doesn't matter. It it's doesn't matter but because it's five more guys. It was Sean Spears. Who else was it? Sonny Kiss, other guys. I don't know. Butcher was in there. Um, Lance Archer, other people. It doesn't matter. Scorpio the point is. Scott? And. No, he's in another it match does. tonight. He's not in this. Okay. Um. But no idea what happened here, but doesn't matter because when they come back, Hager gets thrown out, Sonny Kiss goes out, Santana goes out, Archer throws out Trent, and then finally we get the Joker. So now, this is the 21st guy. This is going to be a big reveal, okay? 
And I, I talked. The funny thing is, I summoned him. Which, when you su- no. okay, if you listen, yes, all right, one hundred percent. Why would I lie? This is a dumb I'm thing to lie, lie about. Him. Okay, can I tell you why? Why? Because I made a joke. It's not really a joke. It's a stupid. But I made a stupid last week when we watched SmackDown. I said, "Oh, I said, remember, remember Evan Bourne." I said, if we're watching, we're watching SmackDown and it's Matt Riddle. Remember Matt Siddle, meaning Matt Seidel. The joke was that there's a Matt Riddle and a Matt Siddle. But anyway, that's stupid. But the point is, I mentioned his name and like Voldemort, he shows up as number 21. So yes, Matt Seidel, former Evan Bourne. Let's go, Seidel. Remember when they would chant that at the Ring of Honor shows? I I was saving that. I wanted to chant that. I'm sorry. You can do it. Let's go, Sidell. Let's go, Sidell. Wow, they would do that. I would sit in the crowd at the Ring of Honor shows back in the day when like Samoa Joe and like um, Kenta and all these guys were in there. Just uh, amazing Ring of Honor shows with like the talent that were in those companies back then. Um, but anyway, I would sit there and the guy in front of me would go, let's go, Sidell. And I'm like, maybe I'm at the wrong place. So anyway, Sidell's back. He looks great. He comes out. First thing he does is get on the top rope and he's going to do a shooting star press. He's going to do his finisher first. He goes to do it. Oh my God, he dies. He slips, twists in midair and falls. I thought he died. What a debut. This was Shockmaster level debut here. (laughs) Knowing the whole night... (laughs) This is amazing. <laughs> now, on its own. Because remember, Shockmaster was, was amazing. Yeah. But knowing the whole night, this is just the whole night in one move. It is. Wow. Please go find the clip of this if you know, didn't see this. I feel so bad, but not really. Matt Seidel, known to do a lot of the drugs. So who knows well, okay. what he was no, on when he was up there, okay. but listen, Matt be- Seidel admits and brags about doing a lot of the drugs. Oh, that's what I'm saying. And yeah, the other thing, he he's Mr. Third Eye. He loves drug experimentation. He's on everything. I don't know. The point is this. Um, he shows up and here's the sad part. Remember when I said about the wildfires and the 116 degrees and all that? That was in California. In Florida... It's almost this hot, but not quite. So like it's a hundred, but the humidity is like at 87%. It is disgusting there. And these guys are wrestling outside. This is nasty. Yeah, they mentioned it a couple of times. So I actually feel really bad for him because he looked like that top rope was just covered in humidity and sweat and he just slipped right off it. Okay. It is great. It is so funny and it's a great thing, but of course it's, He's a talented wrestler. It's not, he's not some newbie that's an idiot and shouldn't be in there. No, but it's still funny. It's still great. It's funny. I feel bad on Twitter. He said, That's not the debut I meant to make. Yeah. But hey, he said, He said, I should have, he said, I shouldn't have played the hits. I should have went for new material. <laughs> so that's funny. He's aware, you know. No, and, and, and I'm laughing at him, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm not it's hard not to. Look, if it he looks, funny. if he uses his third eye to look on the outside and look inward at this, he can't. He has to laugh. 
You know, when someone is not hurt, it's funny. And yeah. he wasn't hurt. No, if he so. broke his neck, it's not funny at all. But he oh, was, no. he ended up being fine. Which, so when it, as soon as he hit, I thought, yeah, I he's dead. Him, yep, god. I thought, oh my god, what just happened? Yeah, but he's fine. Anyway, so so in the match, yes, he slips off the top rope and dies almost, but not really. Pentagon is gone. By the way, Pentagon changed his name. I guess AAA owns Pentagon Junior trademark, so he owns the Pentagon. Seto M. So he doesn't even own Seto Miedo. He owns Seto M. So he gives zero M's. Yes, he's completely weightless and and (laughs) aerial. He's nothing. I think that's it. Zero mass. You're probably right. He floats or doesn't. Zero energy. That's wow. Okay, so um, yeah, so that's that. So Penta M is gone. Penta ZM. CM. Sorry, CM Penta. Oh my God, it all connects. Darby okay. throws out. Now I thought what? that was going to be the thing of the night. There's so many this whole night. Yeah, Darby but throws I did out. Think him slipping off was going to be the thing of the night, and it wasn't even close. Oh, you would think. Darby throws out Starks. So then Starks is mad, and he. What happened at this point? Did did Cage also get thrown out and then come back in? I don't remember. But anyway, the point is this: they got they get a body bag out and a bunch of thumbtacks. They pour the thumbtacks into the body bag and then they put Darby in the body bag, zip it up, and then powerbomb him onto the stage. That's fantastic. I can't wait to see the results. Uh, we never see it. He They unzip it and we see his face. He's not bloody. He's not full of tacks. I thought for sure he'd be sticking tacks on his face in that of bag. Of course. But he didn't. Yeah, that's kind of wasted. Stupid. Um, Spears goes out archer gets rid of oh that's right so cage is still in the match because archer gets rid of cage and hobbs fighting in the apron at this point so we're down to lance archer the butcher let's go sidell and eddie kingston i oh i forgot eddie kingston came out whoops i forgot to mention that he was in the last suit um the butcher gets thrown out let's go sidell gets thrown out so it's down to eddie kingston and lance archer and i was actually really excited for both guys at this point um but Eddie and Archer fight on the apron and the Butcher and the Blade come back to help. So it's basically three on one. Then Jake, this was so weird. Then Jake the Snake shows up and starts hitting Eddie with the bag with the snake in it. Like swinging it at him like a weapon. <laughs> and then Archer just chucks Eddie out onto his friends. And Lance Archer wins and gets a title shot. But not the next title shot. A few, necessarily, a future yeah, a title shot. future shot. So, Which I think they did just because it really ruins it if you think it's the Knicks title shot. Well, yeah. And the other thing is, who knows if we, we I think we're going to get a rematch based on the finish of the show. So uh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So if you thought you saw it all, you didn't because this is the, what are we thinking? The, the, this should have been in the news, but I saved it for here because we're going to do it all here. Broken rules match. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. And here's the catch. All broken rules means is that there's no rules and it's last man standing. So you have to stay down for a 10 count and then your opponent wins. Okay, that's fine. So Sammy uses the golf cart and the match starts. So he wants to be the driver for once, you know, and run you over. Yeah. Which kind of didn't, that also didn't hit. No, it didn't land at all, but it was there. I get it. But here we go. We start fighting back in the snacks area or whatever it is, the concessions and the, the where there's. So they go on the scissors lift, scissor lift. 
and they're supposed to fall off of it and then go through two tables, right? That's fine. That's a normal spot for this kind of a match. Yeah, and and a build up to what probably was going to be a really great match. Exactly. Matt misses the tables like completely, but not in the not in the normal way in a head way that was just Okay. He misses them both so only his foot goes through the table, which means his body and his head slammed on the concrete about I'd say nine feet up, maybe. And oh my God, Matt's not moving. And I'm scared. And Aubrey is the ref. She puts up the X. And I'm like, the thing is, it's, it's usually if you see a spot missed like this, wrestlers are very good at landing on their back. Yeah. Spoiler alert. But he hit like I would hit if I fell. Yeah, his head went and crashing. His head just smacked back. So so they have to call the match. So Aubrey calls for the bells. So then it's over. And what happens is Matt is out. I'd say for like maybe 10 to 20 seconds. So, but here's the problem. This is if Matt loses, he's gone. And so they, they had to remember that. So they remember that, but it doesn't matter because at this point you could do anything. It's wrestling. So you could just say, no, no, we had to call it because this is a scary concussion or whatever, which it turns out it wasn't, but, but we didn't know that now. Anyway. So after a while, they get Matt up and he goes, I'm fine. I'm fine. And they try to restart the match kind of, but he like, he, he like, crawls into Sammy and like falls over dead. And I'm like, no, we go to the commentators and we're like waiting and stalling around. And we, we, we're scrambling in a scary, scary way where we don't really know what's going on. And then a few minutes later, all of a sudden Matt pops out of the doctor's office and somebody gets on the mic. I don't know if it's Justin Roberts or whatever, and says something like the winner of this match. And they're like, no, let's restart it. And they ring the bell. And now Matt, who looks like he's not all there, has to finish the match, but not do the match. Just go right to the to the light uh, fixture, climb it, and push Sammy through a crash box, which was going to be the finish of the match. Which, by the way, Matt lost his footing at one part, and I thought for sure this was going to oh, be yeah. a death. He- this is going to be no bad. Business being bad. So Matt wins. So the spot, of course, Matt wasn't supposed to be out of, you know, they, they announced that stipulation a few days before the pay-per-view. So Sammy loses, which means, again, it's that classic WWE thing where if Matt Hardy loses, he's out of the company. But if Sammy loses, nothing. So it was that. It was nothing. But let's rewind. Matt's concussed, maybe. Matt is knocked out, 100% sure. Why, if you're anyone in this, why do you let this continue? You must stop you this. So Aubrey I understand pr- there was a storyline yeah. thing here that you had, but you know what? Wrestling fans are not monsters. They could have made some crap up the next week and we'd be like, I fine. I understand that. Yeah. We'll here's, have this here's match. The, here's the thing. Here's how to know if you're a monster or not. If you watched this or Evan Bourne and as soon as it happened, if you didn't think, oh, my God, I don't want to see somebody really hurt, you're right. not a monster. Right. Which I think almost every wrestling fan is. They don't understand that about us wrestling right. fans. Right. We don't want to see anybody hurt. No. That's why we like fake fighting and not UFC. 
Yes. Yeah. You when that happened, the first thing I was like, "Oh my god, I hope he's not really hurt." Right. Because we don't want so, someone really hurt. So listen, Matt's out. At that point, I'm I'm calling it. That's it. Now, to be fair, I assumed when it happened because I'm talking to Larry, texting him, and calling him stuff, and I'm assuming oh, when was- it, I'm assuming when it happened that Aubrey forgot about the spot about the stipulation. Right. And so she calls for the X and then goes, oh, crap. And they have to take it back. It turns out that it was. And where did I hear this? Someone told me. So I read it or something. I don't remember. But that it was really the producers or Tony Khan or Cody or whoever telling Aubrey to put up the X and to do that and that they have to call it. So whether they realized the ending, you know, they forgot about the map part or not is we don't know. But when Matt, when we're back at the commentator's table and Matt's backstage with the doctor, how are you the doctor and you clear him to go even finish a match if part of the finish is climbing a scaffold? I don't think he cleared him. I I don't know. I assume that Matt Hardy bullied the ref. That's my assumption. Okay. Everyone. I I don't know that. I wasn't there. I don't. I, okay, I was a medic, and believe me, being a medic in the, the army is not like being anything near a real doctor. I'm sure, because everyone's like saying they're fine. The yes. Yeah, yeah. you just grab people, throw them back in an ambulance, and you dump them off somewhere. It is nothing more than that. But I know the doctor was like, no, he just was. And maybe he'll change his story later for the company and yeah, whatever. Right. Whatever, but, but no doctor is going to be like, yeah, you need to as, get up. Right as now. Lana Nobody. would say, as Lana would say, if there is an escape <laughs> goat in all this, it's going to end up being the doctor. Yes. So anyway. But you'll take it. So online, oh my God, though. Re, um, yeah, Reba. Rebby was, Rebby, Matt's wife, was so mad. She showed pictures of her texting Matt about how, She's she was furious that he was allowed to wrestle again. And yes, she knows it was Matt's decision whether the doctor said cleared or not cleared. It's stupid Matt that's gonna be saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, and just go and do this thing. So she's mad at him, but she's also mad at the company for not, you know, forcing him in the back or whatever. But what are they gonna do? Handcuff him to like a a, a radiator? What are they gonna do? This is the way things work. And Joe, you know this story and the listeners don't, but there was this guy who worked for a, a giant evil company. Yes, I as do a know this story. Operator. Yeah. He was incredibly handsome. But uh, the trailer, the legs on the trailer fell and the guy was just knocked silly in the trailer. Yes. They actually took him in the nurse's office. The guy can't even remember anything, but he was in there for an hour and a half before they took him to urgent care. Right, and the only reason they took him to urgent care is because he had a really good friend in there who was give asking his locker combination and address, and this this really like funny, sexy guy could not remember any of it. And then his girlfriend had to come up and demand they take him to the hospital, and instead they took him to urgent care and said, "Oh, he's okay." And now this guy's neck still hurts pretty much every Monday morning. So, but yeah, it's it's that thing where people don't want to give. But at least I can give them a little leeway here where there was that stipulation. But as wrestling fans, they got to realize we would be, we would understand I something know. weird happened to the match. We will take our. And that's our the thing. That's why, 
I know, Larry, and that's why I want to blame AEW and Tony and say it's and the doctor and say it's absolutely their fault. They should have never allowed this. But I also know how Matt is, and I know how like what you're saying, how the other soldiers would be, and that's just they're gonna just do it. They're gonna do it anyway. So it all sucks. Everybody's dumb here. But the company well, shouldn't have allowed it to TV. happen. It, it's live, live. You gotta, you gotta go for it. I guess. So that's. That. I don't want to see somebody do that and have permanent injuries right. because right. of it. Now let me tell you what the issue is, though. After it, because after it, Matt goes to the hospital the next day, um, Sunday. This is a Saturday night pay per view on Sunday. Rebby tweets that a thousand percent Matt is concussed. Which, first of all, that's not real. But second of all, okay, a thousand percent means, duh, of course he is. Absolutely he is. Definitely he is, right? She tweets that, and then Matt actually gets his test. And luckily, somehow, miraculously, he's not concussed. So Tony Khan talks to Matt, and they tweet the truth, which is, there's not a concussion. Well, that, listen, I understand Rebbe is hysterical, and I would be too, if this was my spouse and this is what happened to them. Um, I'd be freaking the F out too. However, you can't say things like a thousand percent unless you're, you, you're putting your entire reputation on the line. You're putting your everything, we can't trust you anymore if you say he is absolutely positively concussed and then the test comes back negative and he's not concussed. You can't do that. And she hasn't taken down the tweet. And after Tony admitted that, no, the results are in and he doesn't have a concussion, she never said, oh, I'm sorry or anything. So this is all bad. So she keeps it up. Let me let me be on her side for a second because, again, just a medic, which is absolutely nothing. But here's my take on concussions. If you think you have had a concussion, you've had a concussion. That's my – now, I understand we have to put rules on stuff because guess what? This football player has to go back in. He has to play next week. Yeah. This guy's – but in reality, I know they do scans. I know, but listen, every – tiny bit takes a toll i don't care if technically you had no i know i know exactly what you're saying yeah he was not goofy i could tell that yep that is a form of a concussion i know maybe they did some kind of mri maybe they it's some form of concussion It, it and believe me i've been knocked out and it lingers and I'm kind of on Rebby's side. I'm not the a thousand percent. Oh, I know. I know. Makes, I don't like that part. She makes it sound like she makes it sound like they're lying about a doctor's result, and they're not. But when something like that happens, you have to treat it seriously. Yes. And there's no way to do it except be still, take take your time, <sighs> don't do anything else. But I know Matt's going to come back because technically, oh, I had an MRI, I had a scan. We're good. We're good. Really. Yeah. No, I I know, I know, but okay. So breaking news: uh, Matt uh, announced that he's going to be on Dynamite to talk about his condition. So there you go. Good. You know what? Make it a storyline where he can't wrestle and give him time off. That's fine. I would be good with that. That'd be fine. Um, AW Women's Title Match is now Thunder Rosa against Sheeta. 
first of all, okay, this is gross. But first of all, JR says, okay, this is where we go from nothing is working in this pay-per-view to what is definitely wrong with AEW okay. right now. But the worst thing JR says is later in the Dark Order match, oh. not now. Oh, I thought we were on. No. no? Okay, okay. You're, you're thinking of something else, so hold on. Well, hold on now. JR says dumb things, but not that dumb thing. He says, oh, I think I want to give the winner of this match some JRs. Okay. Whoa. He never just calls it JRs. You know what he means. He's being super gross. He always says JR's barbecue or barbecue sauce. What a creepy old man. Why would you say that? Do you know what bothers me about myself and others is that we get to this point where we look at somebody and say, oh, he's just a creepy old man. Look up a lot of JRs on camera when the camera's not being not supposed to be rolling. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. People are kind of like awful people grow into awful old men and nice people grow into nice old men. Yeah. So it's not like you hit a certain age and, oh, he's he's all like that about women because he's old. No. Look up some of JR's younger stuff and decide who he is. Yep. We already know. I love the commentary too, but that I love Chris Benoit's wrestling. He was one of my favorites. He kills yep. people can be exactly. two things. Exactly. It's disgusting. Okay, so then JR says, you know, those women's matches used to be so predictable uh-huh. and yes. slower and formulaic. Not here. What? I don't know. Do you remember Dynamite where he said, I like this match a lot. It's a good one of the good ones. I'll get in trouble for that. Now he buries all older women's wrestling completely. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, JR. Good match, but I'm still worried about Matt Hardy, so it was hard to get into the match. Knee, Sheeta retains. Of course she does. But Thunder Rosa looked really good, so it's fine. <sighs> Backstage, Alex Marvez interviews Kip Sabian and Penelope. So here's where we're going to talk about the scapegoats. They announced they're getting married on Dynamite and they're having a bachelor party on Dynamite and maybe on Dynamite. I don't know if it's on Dynamite, but next week on Dynamite, he will announce his best man. And it's not just his best man. It's the best man. Well, who is that? It's not Sam Punk, is it? Oh, God, no. Okay. And they show it. Well, okay, that still wouldn't but be wouldn't as that, bad a return yes, as his, his return. But that's was. what I'm saying. Wouldn't that uh. be exactly about right? When CM Punk returns to WWE, oh, it's on some TV show on Fox, and then he goes away. And then, oh, he's going to be in Dynamo as a character in a wedding. Like, it, would, it doesn't that make perfect sense? Uh, like, how dumb that would be? Only if it's rule of threes, and the next one is something even sillier. I think you're right. Special guest referee. Um, And then he doesn't show up. Uh, and then they show, oh, so then they show an ad for the Penelope and, 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 uh, Kip's Twitch channel and, and at a graphic that says that this was approved by AEW. So That's the fun. joke here, the joke here is that, um, which I didn't put in the news because again, like Jerusalem said in his email, this is rich people mad at richer people for stopping the rich people from making more money. And then all the fans are supposed to gush and hate the corporation and gush over the less rich people because they're fans of them. But you know they're still millionaires, right? 
So this, okay, anyway, let's talk about this for a minute. So WWE put out a statement that said they are not allowed, that the wrestlers are no longer allowed to be on third-party things like Twitch and Cameo anymore. And we even asked a few months ago, how weird oh, is it Big that... Big E was the beginning. He was the startup. Well, it was remember? Big E, but then it was also Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns wanted like 600 bucks or something to get a Cameo, which means... That, which means this. Now, keep this in mind. It means that he's getting paid millions of dollars by WWE, and at the time he was sitting at home, still getting paid millions of dollars, and he got to, for a minute-long video, take $600 out of the pocket of one of his fans at a time, 600 bucks a shot, and get richer by giving that fan a personalized video by saying his name or whatever. Like... It seemed weird, it seemed tacky, and it seemed like WWE shouldn't be allowing this, right? But we said, okay, whatever, that's fine. I guess it's in the pandemic and he has nothing else to do, so why not, right? Well, now WWE said, no, you're not allowed to do this anymore. And people started flipping out. And Lana said, I am the escape goat because... Everyone will blame me because I drank an energy drink and now WWE is mad at me, but it is not my fault. It is someone else's fault that I cannot name. What? Okay, so the point... Okay, so let's talk about this. Should or should they not be allowed to do... Now, it's been already tweaked and and, uh, there's been clarification. The rules are this. The rules are WWE doesn't allow their, their... wrestlers to use their wrestling name like if you're the undertaker for example and you're in a contract you can't go i'm gonna make the undertaker show on youtube and make all the money because that's a wwe character okay so that to me makes way more sense so if you're the austin creed twitch channel and you want to do up up down down or whatever it is you know then that's fine because you're not using the name xavier woods so wwe's fine with that so are they fine with that? Okay, it's not that they're fine with that. It's that they'll accept that and but but you must tell them like if you're, you know, whoever, let's say you're Lana or whoever, you have to tell them, "Look, I'm have the CJ Perry show or whatever, not the Lana show, and it's on this, you know, here's the link to it." You have to at least show WWE that. The problem is <sighs> People, the fans view, a lot of them are, that's not a WWE's business. You should be able to make as much money as you want and become richer and richer. I like watching Lana on the TikTok. Please do not take that away from me. They should have the freedoms. And then AW poked fun at that and said, look, we don't care what our guys do. They can do whatever they want. Is that smart? I don't know because I'm on both sides of this as far as I can see both views. If I'm WWE and I built up, say, the Roman Reigns character or whatever for all these years, and then Roman Reigns as Roman Reigns wants to go make secret money on the side doing things with his licensed WWE character that that they own and then use that to then make even more millions of dollars and cut WWE out of it completely... I don't know that that should be allowed. Here's why. Because Roman Reigns, if he was, you know, whatever, say his name is Fred. I know it's Joe. But say his name is, you know, Fred Smith. As Fred Smith, he's nobody. Nobody knows Fred Smith. 
but they know Roman Reigns. So should Fred Smith be able to take all the things that WWE built and then just go, you know, make an extra... Listen, it's not like he's poor and homeless. We're taught... Remember this. It's a millionaire wanting to make more money. That's why I have a real hard time feeling bad like most of the fans do. Well, that's, that is a problem we run into so often because we want everything to be equal. But it's not. If Roman Reigns steals a loaf of bread, there's something wrong. But if, yes. if, a, if a guy who has no money steals a loaf of bread to feed his kids, I'm going to look the other way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We want everything to be even, and it just can't. No, it can never be. But my point so is I, this most I fans are the same yeah, way. Most fans are on the side of WWE is an evil corporation and should not allow. This should not be they allowed. Are. That can and we be know true. they're an evil corporation. They're horrible corporations. Yes, that can be true. But if the corporation owns, you know, whatever, say your Pepsi or whatever, and the, you, your Pepsi logo and your employees take that Pepsi logo and they start making money on the side with that, that's not really legal. You can't really do that. But my here's here's where the gray area is going to be a problem because so okay so let's say now let's say that some new wrestler wants to wants to do this right they want to do let's pick a new wrestler from from NXT or whatever let's say Timothy Thatcher you know and he wants to make no I want to pick somebody more popular or you know somebody more uh, not well known um. Who we got, Larry? Name a WWE wrestler. Matt Riddle. Okay. Yeah, Let's yeah. say, well, that's a bad example. That's a really bad example. I got nothing. I give up. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. We know that's not his real name, right? Mm-hmm. But we do know his real name. So he's already got a famous wrestling name. I want to talk about somebody that like you don't know their real name at all. You know? Like, say, Seth- oh, good example. Seth Rollins. His name's yeah, like... Okay. Bradley Tapukio or whatever it is, right? That is it, actually. It must be, right? So he, if he doesn't use the Seth Rollins name and he wants to start a Twitch channel or something, he's going to have a hard time. Here's why. Because if he advertises it on his his social media, well, uh, you would have to... He, he has an official WWE social media account, but then if he advertises his show with his real name on it, then he's still using the WWE stuff to get more view. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I yeah, that's my problem. This I is weird. So I don't know, again, how I feel about this because, again... It's like the whole Apple versus Epic thing if you're following video games. And it's the Apple store, these billionaires, they take a cut of everything. Like you couldn't even go on Amazon, let's say Amazon Music or whatever. You couldn't even, years ago, you couldn't even go through um, and buy things like audiobooks and whatever on your iPhone because Apple would take such a big cut, it was easier for Amazon just to sell them on the website and then let you use them in their app on the phone. So there was a workaround, right? But lately, um, with Apple versus Epic with Fortnite, one of the biggest free video games in the world that's a billion-dollar industry, you have 
Apple, who wants to take an unfair, quote, unfair amount of fees, which Epic knew the amount, right? It's 30% of all the, the money that goes through the App Store. So that's a big chunk. But if you're Fortnite and it's a free game to begin with, this is all pure profit. But then you see Epic gets greedy and they say, well, we want to make more money off Fortnite. So we're going to circumvent you, Apple, and we're going to find our way to make even more pennies, which add up to billions of dollars. So they do a currency switch and they say, hey, you don't have to buy through the App Store anymore. If you want to buy these in-game coins or whatevers, you can buy them with PayPal or whatever. And you can buy them using this one link at a discount because now we're not being charged that 30% by Apple. So we can give you a 20% discount. We're still making that extra 10%. Look at what we did there. And then Apple said, no, no, you cannot circumvent those fees. And Epic said, yes, we can. And then Apple said, well, then you're gone. And they deleted Fortnite and all its updates. They wouldn't let you update and just it's gone from the Apple store. Here's the problem. Both billion dollar companies. I why should I feel bad that the one rich person cheated the other rich person and I'm not going to pick sides in this. You know why? Cuz they're both big billion dollar turds. Okay? But my but we talked about this before the show. But my point is this is sort of precedence. We're in new territory here. Of course Someone it is. Someone has to figure out how this works. Yes. But WWE so far behind. Here's okay. This is how much they don't understand technology. A lot of this came up because of the the COVID fears and talking about COVID and something about what AJ Styles said and his feed or whatever, his uh, uh, live stream. The point is this. WWE looks at this and goes, oh, um, we don't want people just talking about like personal things and whatever about their characters in WWE. I understand that. I do. Okay. It's a complete gray area. But WWE first only mentioned Cameo and Twitch, but not YouTube, because they didn't understand about, like, say, YouTube Live and that you could also stream on there and whatever. So I don't even think they understand, they being WWE, understand the technology enough to make these rules right now. Not at all. I don't know if I do. I don't know who understands. Well, the people using because, it understand it. That's it. But yes, but you are only using. I understand. There's always it. a workaround. There's always going to. They're correct. Something and new coming up. You are it's absolutely fun. right. So, you know, this is a will see situation. But right now, again, I'm of two minds. I'm of the mind that the guys should be able to do what the guys want to do to make their money and whatever. But on the other hand, and I, because I hate WWE, and of course, screw WWE. But on the other hand, if it's a thing WWE made, you know, it it Seth Rollins isn't f- rich and famous because his name, you know, because because he went by, you know, Fred Smith or whatever, whoever it is, he's famous because WWE made him into something. Okay? So yeah. using so using the Seth Rollins character, I think, to make extra money outside WWE. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to do that. But hey, go as your own self and make as much money as you want. And you'll see, the problem is I look at it like another way is you have to look at it like a real world way as far as, again, Seth Rollins is a millionaire already, but let's take that out of the equation. How hard it is if you're Joe Schmo trying to get into any industry right now with the way social media is and the way podcasting is and the the way everything is. 
trying to be a quote influencer, which by the way, you're the biggest sociopath in the world if you really believe that you're an influencer. But to try and do these things, even if you are one, whatever, awoo, um, to try and do these things in this world is almost impossible right now. Without WWE behind them, these people would be nothing. I don't know where to fall on this. It's, I, I know. I'm saying it's very complicated. It's not a black I and white thing. It, if I was in WWE, I would agree. It just needs to stop. What What happens if somebody on this cameo ask Orton to say something? Okay, crazy? let's let's talk about that because someone just did that with Tony uh, Shivani. They made him say all these curse words and all these bad things. And listen, you don't have to do it, but if you're getting paid 600 bucks, you're pressured into doing it because it's like, well, I could refund the money or I could just say these things while I'm going to say these things. The same thing happened with freaking what's her name with uh, while she was in the company. Um, uh, What's her name? Rhea Ripley. Somebody on a stream paid X amount of dollars, gave her so much money to make her call somebody a geisha slur and she did it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just that shouldn't but, be happening under okay, the name Rhea Ripley. The, other end, the wrestling if name, were, if they were unless that is a real employees name, instead of independent contractors, <laughs> this would help a little bit determining what. Oh, I know, and that's another problem. You're exactly right. It's this is such a mess to just pick a stance out of the blue and just go, "Yep, I must defend the workers" or whatever. It's not that. It's not that crystal clear, okay? It's very, very comp. It's not just complicated. It's complicated in an undiscovered country that you don't know. Yes, this is all new. Yep, there are. You don't know. Yep. Anyway, so that's it. Um, back to the pay per view because we still have a lot to cover. Um, why is Zack Ryder's story, Matt Cardona's story, that is that he doesn't even work for the company? He's just there. I, they've said that about a couple people, but I thought the whole idea was it was tryouts. But he's in a pay-per-view match. Yeah, so he's how does he not work for the... State. Okay, whatever. Eight-man tag match, Dark Order. It's Grace and Uno, Colt, Cabana, and Brody Lee against Team Jobbers. Dustin, QT Marshall, Scorpio Sky, and Matt Cardona. And oh my God, Larry, look, Brandy's just fine. Why did she come out? Remember how she was, was dead no and all that? Oh my we were God. Told that they both suffered. I, that, I, I don't know. She, oh. she want to be on TV because you don't need to be. Guess what? Guess what JR does? He can't remember Grayson's first name thanks to his dumb joke he's been doing yes. for weeks. Don't call me Dick. I would call him. But now he calls him that because he forgot the real name. Wow. It's not even a funny joke. No, no it's not a, even a joke. B- barely anybody gets it. Okay. Here's where JR does the scumbag move in the night. Somebody picks up Anna J, takes her away. I don't remember who. She's part of the Dark Order. Somebody grabs her and takes her away. He goes, oh, the Anna J have a wardrobe malfunction or is this just wish, wishful thinking on my part? What? He hoped that a woman 
accidentally had her clothes ripped off so that he could watch. Now, before we get into the, his response, how much has he said about Anna Jay every time she comes out? It's he always, always says something. Lechies. Crap. But he said that, and pretty quickly afterwards, he tweeted, and what? You would tweet it. Uh, let me read. Okay, so so first of all, yes, let's talk about our outrage first. Everybody on Twitter is like, "F you, Jr. I can't believe you said this. Whatever, you shouldn't have said that." So let's let's see if he's humble, Larry. Go ahead, read it. Of course he is. Okay, you can. I have often said things that I thought was funny and they were hilarious, but probably shouldn't have been said. So let's see. Yeah, he's Jr. Quote says, and I won't even use his voice. Did please mean please to save the last line. Please save it. Okay. Didn't mean to offend anyone on the wardrobe malfunction line. Weak attempt at humor. Sorry. Okay. Not the Guess best what? apology ever. Guess what? I would totally apology. say, wow, he's learning, right? That is an apology. Yeah. And it, when it comes to humor, sometimes you got to throw stuff out and it's better to apologize later. Okay. That's that's an apology. I would consider that a real. I would apology. too. The best that the world, when I first started reading apology. that, when I first started reading that, I was shocked. I was like, "Oh wow, okay." So that was it, right? Oh wait, there was more. What's the other line? <sighs> then he puts, "Now lighten up." Wow. Because he is the victim here. Fake As apology, every, man. Lighten I, up. I want to cuss every GD time. JR is the victim. He says something. And oh I'm my the God. Ugh. God. It's- what a scumbag. A fake apology is about the worst thing you could do to expose that you're a bad person. Yes. Yes. Because if you want a way to tell I me. I apologize. I don't believe in it for a minute. And I'm just that much worse than you thought I was before. Exactly. Now light up. Wow. Wow. That means I don't believe anything I just said. That is, I'm sorry I killed those people. I really, really feel bad. Now get off my back. Wow. Are you serious? Okay. We would be going on about his quote. sack of crap. The fact he did that is so much. That's just wrong. I, I can't even believe it. Anyway, back to this. Dark Order has the match won. Brody Lee tags Colt in like he's been doing, and he's like, okay, you get the win here, Colt. So Colt goes in, and he does tries a moonsault and misses and gets rolled up. So he gets pinned by Goldust, and the faces win, and oh my God, Brody berates Colt, and Colt's in trouble now. So we go backstage, and Tony interviews Goldust, and he's all excited that they won, and he finds out, oh, we just got word. Dustin... You get a title shot now at the TNT title against Brody Lee. And he's like, oh my God, I'll get revenge for my brother. It's going to be great. Yeah, okay. I'm good with this. That's Sorry. perfect because now he's going to get murdered. But yeah. this is great. Yeah, what a setup. Yep. Okay. Raw, t- raw tag title match. I mean, AEW tag title match. <laughs> my notes said yeah. raw. Uh, FTR against Hangman and Kenny Omega. Um. Oh my God. Tony is told in his headset to explain how the Broken Rules match worked and why they stopped it, that it was called pausing it, and that as soon as Matt got looked at by the doctor, they were able to restart it because he was cleared. 
oh, this is weird. And he does this twice tonight. He's he's telling us, he's trying to, Tony's trying to be the escape goat, as Lana would say. Um, excuse me, in a way, to be the, like, the kill the messenger kind of guy. So, anyway, um, this match is weird. Um, it's miscommunications between the faces and then cheating by the heels. Kenny accidentally V triggers hangman. And then that's it. Pretty much two spike pile drivers on hangman and FTR win the tag titles. Now that's not a surprise. I totally expected that. Um, but then Kenny almost attacks hangman with a table and then he changes his mind and hangman is dead from all the, you know, pile drivers and V trigger and all that. So hangman collapses right in front of Kenny, but the catch is here. Kenny doesn't help him. He just lets him fall and lets him lay. He abandons hangman and goes to the back and he tells the bucks. He's like, let's go. He's like, we're the elite. Let's, let's leave. Let's just go. I, I can't do this right now. So they walk all the way to the car and Kenny gets in the car and he's like, are you coming or not? And the bucks are like, no, what, what's wrong with you, Kenny? And Kenny's like, you can't go back on this. If you don't get in the car, you can't go back and they won't go with him. So he just tells his driver, let's go. And they just leave. So Kenny and the driver leave. There's a big story here and I'm not really sure how it's going to end, but this is, this is interesting. Well, that's the thing. I don't know what's going on here, but I want to see more. So yeah, that's good story writing. Yeah. Backstage, Marvez interviews Jericho and he says words. Uh, Mimosa Mayhem matches. Now, Orange Cassidy against Jericho. It's a weird match. I guess I didn't know what to expect because in my mind, there were one of two things. One, it was a moat of Mimosa, Mimosa moat. Or two, it was this weird like a triangle or an oval next to the mat, mat, next to the ring. But no, it's these two platforms with pools built into them. So there's two mimosa pools. So it's 250 gallons here and 250 gallons here. It's very odd looking. I'm not really quite sold on it. The match was fine, though. It's lots of shenanigans. It was what it was. Yeah. It was what it was, right. It was like, well, what do you expect? It's a match where you could do pin submissions or get thrown into the pool. And... You know, they tease going to the pool a million times and then two Superman punches, as they call him, Orange Punch. And Jericho flies into the drink and Cassidy wins. Of course he was going to win. But I'm like, wow, how are they going to clean all this up and move all this by the main event? Hmm. Well, I... okay. They did, First off, but it's because they, they talked about a lot of things at this point. Yeah, but I liked just the fact that it's Jericho in a gimmick match, and it yeah. was all fun and everything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, can are we done with this now? Yeah, Jericho said, okay. I think on Twitter, he said um, there's going to be a new, he's going to start a new program with somebody on Dynamite. So, yeah, I think it's over. So, there you go. Okay. That's I, Not that I didn't, I loved it, but I'm ready. For Knowing that, who do you want, what do you want Jericho's new, new feud to be? What do you want it to be? I don't, I Jericho is like somebody I totally trust to. He can do anything. Okay. So just give me something, Jericho. Yeah, I'm not sure who it would be at this point. So, okay. What if it's with Seidel? (laughs) Let's go, Seidel. So, okay. So, uh, November 7th, full gear pay-per-view promo. So that's the next pay-per-view. Okay. Um, And I really, at this point, realized heat and humidity has killed this show. Larry, if there's a... If there's one thread besides the the tooth nail match that's killed every 
every misstep, every whatever, I think it's that I think it's they're working in the heat and killing themselves. Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I really think so. They, Main they, event. You've mentioned it multiple times. And I think it was very real. Main event, AEW title match, MJF versus Moxley. Um, it's a fun match and it's exactly what it needed to be. It's yes. Moxley's not allowed to use his finisher. He keeps trying to do it. And he's like, ah, crap, I'll get disqualified and I will lose. They even said he will lose that title if he does that finish. But and MJF the- was very scientific and not falling for the, the brawling. He didn't nope. And he was, he was working Moxley's arm to do salt of the earth and win the match. It was all leading up to an MJF win, which no one else believed, but I believed. I believed MJF could do it. However, I think there's a twist here because... By the way, there's lots of blood. I don't know when MJF bleeded. It was like a Cody match where you don't really see a big spot. And then all of a sudden there's blood everywhere. And I was like, I don't understand what happened. But anyway, so guess what? Ref's looking the other way when MJF tries to cheat with the ring. Moxley cheats and uses the paradigm shift. So Moxley retains. So that's a rematch incoming. That's MJF throwing a fit about this. So I think... It's very possible that on Dynamite or at Full Gear, MJF's winning that title. I'm good with that. Yeah. So, because when is it? November 7th? And we'll have a the election on November 2nd. And oh. yeah, I have a feeling we might be getting it. So, we'll see. Um, e- uh, emails about All Out, please. All Out emails. Because wh- all I can wow. say about it is, wow, what a weird mixed bag that show was. That's it. Okay, mixed bag is fine, but we have to admit it it wasn't AEW. It's No, but again, I blame it, the Larry, I really blame that heat and humidity. I really do. Okay, I have one. Hey guys, All Out managed came to contain both all best of all elite wrestling's best qualities and all of their worst at the same time. Yes. The best qualities of the promotion are that they grow their talent. They care about storytelling, they learn from mistakes, and they give their talent huge freedom to create. Growing talent has let them turn Reynolds and Silver from jobbers into a compelling tag team. Yes. Caring about story storytelling has given us the slow burn of Page and Omega. Learning from mistakes allowed them to fix some of their problems with the Casino Battle Royal and trusting their talent and letting them create is now J- MJF to blossom from being a sidekick to a main eventer, and Orange, Ca- Orange Cassidy is not a joke character. The worst qualities of the promotion are that they are new and encountering a lot of problems for the first time, and they're too willing to bring on friends of talent untested. I agree with that. Yeah, of course. They don't know when to say no to the crazy ideas of the talent, Agreed. and they hang on to people who need to be quietly let go. Correct. Letting talent do crazy things is great, until one of them lands hands for, heads first into the concrete, and you have to decide whether to let the match continue or make the wrong call. Yep. Bringing in untested talent is great until their first move makes them look like an idiot. Yep. Having a legendary commentator is great, and Terry's leering at a woman, a woman one third his age, and hoping she has a wardrobe malfunction. I swear, I almost put my fist through the TV. I couldn't believe he said it. So. There, there was more to like than dislike on All Out. Aside from the Sammy Matt match, everything was somewhere between decent and amazing. And the saving grace of AEW is they do learn from their mistakes. I just wish they didn't make this many of them. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Ian. Again, not looking for for the ninth time an escape Lana Goat. Um, but, yeah, I still, I, I'm going to blame things on this. And, and not to say that that, that means that you know, the heat and humidity affected 
uh, Tony Khan's ability to stop that match because he still still should have. But as far as everyone's mess ups and like everyone being sluggish or whatever, yeah, it, it, there's a lot to say there about the the heat. So, what else? I have you got? another. Okay. It says, "Hey, Larry, Joe, and Amy. It's been a real pleasure to my ears to have you back on the show, Amy. I think Larry's better. That's what I mean. No, I." I hope all is well with you. Yes. After watching a good quality pay-per-view from AEW, there's one thing that's bugging me the whole time through. You got to, can you guess what it is? JR. JR's commentary. Uh, the whole way through the show, his commentary felt lazy, like, like his dress, boring, and like he doesn't really care about what's going <laughs> on in the ring. I think he cares about what's going in the ring, but he's more thinking about him and how he sounds and how yes. people take him. Yes. And if people are going to be mean to him let alone the stories surrounding the matches. Excalibur and Tony couldn't do any better with their excitement about the matches and detailed descriptions about what's going on. As much as I would love to be tan from the queer eye, I don't know what that means. It's a show. I am not an expert on fashion by any stretch of the imagination, but JL's yellow shirt looked awful. Yeah. It didn't do any favors for no. him either. He mm-hmm. looked like Peter Griffin's version of Jabba the Hutt. That's horrible, because but I do remember that episode, so I think job. you're right. Yeah. Thank you all for putting in a great show. As always, I plead to my fellow listeners and fans of the show to send your appreciation to Joe, Lamy, Larry, and Amy and sign up for a Patreon. That's a good idea. Thank you. SW Retro is stuck at King of the Ring 1997. We need some more love. Thanks. Hugs, hugs and love from across the pond, British Dynamite. Thank you. And yes, please sign up for Patreon so we can get yeah, to get more retro. Unstuck. Oh my God, King of the Ring 97. We need to see the rest of the... the we're just getting to the Attitude Era. Please. Oh my God, yeah. Oh God. If we can make it to the 2000s, I can't remember. I can't wait to see that 2000s. bad WCW again. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll read the, I'll read one more. Oh, do we have another one? Yeah. Um, okay. This one says, it's an email entitled Jim Ross. Oh, God, no. Jim Ross. Okay, here we go. Dear You Think You're Smart Wrestling Fan, I'm going to jump the gun before you guys start bashing the Up on the Times announcing great JR for his joke (laughs) about the Dark Order Dame. Now, I didn't see it myself because I don't watch the new stuff, but people need to lighten up and quit being so critical of good old JR. The guy was making a joke. It's a good thing my favorite comedian Don Rickles isn't alive. He'd be shamed out of the business. We come from a time where we could say what we wanted. I used to talk about broads and their puppies all I wanted, and this this was at work. Now I can't even make jokes about noodles. Shaking my head. Sincerely, Jerry the King Lawler. (gasps) <gasps> Did you know that JR wrote in? I well, you no, do now. I still don't believe it. Jerry the King wrote sing. in. Did I call him JR? Jerry Lawler wrote in, and he can't even make jokes about ramen noodles anymore. Wow, that was awful. Um, you have one more. Yeah, dear SWF, I know you guys have a lot to say about Matt and Sammy. That's fair. It was a bad moment. However, I thought All Out had some great matches. Yeah, Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Agreed. MJF versus Moxley. Yes. FTR versus Kenny and Paige. Yes. But for me, it was Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa who stole the show. Hmm. Both women were badass, and I can't believe Thunder Rosa was Cobra Moon. I know. Thunder has improved big time. Not, <laughs> not the show. Grumpy to Electric Boogaloo. P.S. Excalibur and Tony were 100% wrong. Tim Drake is the best Rob. Oh, come on. Nobody even remembers that, Grumpy. Um, okay. So that's it for the AEWs. So I think now it's time oh, oh. for what? Oh, 
Yeah, it's time for Monday Night Raw. I hate this intro and Dakota Kai on drums. Why does it look like it's Dakota Kai playing the drums and singing in this one part on Raw? I know it's not, but... It's a terrible intro. It's dumb. Um, I don't like it. I don't like the music anymore. Nothing fits. It's terrible. Uh, Raw live from the Thunderdome. Labor Day, so Raw is screwed because they always get a bad holiday rating. And then next week, football returns to kill them. So that's that's all bad. All these ratings are bad. Um, Randy Orton comes out to really loud fake boos to remind me that there's no real crowd. Yeah, but so, I don't know how you work it. But I know, still, it's, 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 it's still fine. better than NXT crowd. Yeah, I, exactly. Cole's here instead of Liar Tom tonight. So all the liar lines, Cole gets them. We're going to get some right away. Um, tonight, it's Keith Lee against Randy Orton again. Is this a rerun? Orton says all the same keywords again, entitled, title shot, kick to the head, whatever. It's all the same stuff. It's all copy paste. And he says, if Drew didn't show up at the pay-per-view because he's not cleared, then I win the title because I'm entitled to it, you see. Yeah, and then, yeah. what? Didn't, and, okay, didn't you offer him a title shot Yes. he beat Drew up? Yes. And then for all Orton knew, he they could have had a tournament or anything. Orton, Orton looks like a moron right now. So Big Papa Pump returns. Oh, my God. Wrong, wrong sir. Oh, it's an ambulance driven by Drew McIntyre. Now, but how Drew, long do we have till the next pay-per-view? Three weeks. Yeah, this is really filler. Yep. So Claymore by Drew and Cole goes, fractured jaw and all. Drew McIntyre's here. Why is Cole a doctor? If Drew's here, by surprise, maybe he got cleared or something. Why would Cole assume? Oh, because he has all the lines that Liar Tom's supposed to tell us. Oh, my God. I hate it. Earlier today, um, the Hurt Business are walking, and MVP brags about twins and his relationship with these. I didn't know they were twins. Okay, wait, wait for it. They assault a janitor for no reason and beat him up after gaslighting him. Then all this is so MVP can say that's what she said at the end. That was the punchline. Now, I love the hurt business, but I hated this. Were we supposed to forget they were? I knew they were heels. I didn't need this. But this was a segment so Cole could go. They are such bullies. Yep. I didn't, so they're I not knew, because I, they were I guess because they're be they're too cool and we like we like them. So we're not allowed to like them. OK. Yeah. Apollo Crews comes out for a six man tag match. I swear this Raw's a broken record. Backstage, Drew McIntyre is there and Adam Pierce says, I am the only producer slash GM there is. And you are not supposed to be here. And Drew says, I'm going to be at the pay-per-view fractured jaw or not. Pierce says, well, tonight your fractured jaw means you can't wrestle, so leave. What? But if, but Drew's going to be at the pay-per-view and wrestle if he, even if he has a fractured jaw. But tonight he can't wrestle because he has a fractured jaw. Oh, my God. Pierce tells... Okay, so Drew leaves, supposedly. Yeah. And Pierce tells his lousy three... It's down to three now. Three yeah, security guards. Are they very threatening? Look, No. No. Three little guys, you're supposed to watch for retribution tonight. Three tiny guys. Okay. Well, it is retribution. Mm, they probably true. they've probably seen what retribution did and just cut the budget. We don't need these. That's a good so. point. Wait till later when it's a joke. Apollo Cruz and Ricochet are in the ring. 
for a six-man tag. Oh, my God. Cedric comes out. Oh, he gets jumped by the Hurt Business on the ramp. So it's crappy injured face team Cedric Cruz and Ricochet against the Hurt Business, who are the tough team of MVP Shelton and Lashley. Larry, I swear to God, this is the same match every week. What are we doing? Every Dude, everything seems. It's it's that thin roster thing you're always saying, but it's true. It's, and and then, of course, you're, you're handicapped by the fact this has to always be minorities against minorities for some reason. I don't. Why? So, Why? This match is interesting because there's... A part where Lashley is beating up Cruz in the corner and Lashley starts to take off his t-shirt to get more serious, but he gets stuck. And this is the awesome part. I don't know if Cruz is smart or if Lashley said hit me, but yeah, it's like a Lex Luger spot or Lex Luthor, as you said. But um, this was the, this was the Cruz could stand there and look like a dummy and wait for Lashley to get his shirt off, but he didn't. He started attacking Lashley, and as soon as the shirt came off, then Lashley beat him up. So that was a very smart move there. So I'm going to say that was a the veteran move by Lashley. But then Cole says that Cruz has all the tools. He was a Why champion. Why would he say that? He was a champion. Why do you, you don't need to say that if he was a champion. <clears throat> Idiot. Cedric gets mad and finally snaps and beats up Ricochet. Then he beats up Apollo Crews and gives him a lumbar check. Pater, Shelton Benjamin gets a pin and uh, gets to pin somebody in 2020, which is weird. <laughs> and then Cedric is now smiling outside the ring and her business is in the ring looking happy, but Cedric does not join them. So maybe there's more no. to it. Hmm. Okay. Find out. Tonight it's Dominic versus Murphy. Little did I know, that's going to be your main event. I, they never said that. Mm-mm. But when you think about it, there's nothing else. Street well, pro- yeah, but you never know what might be just right. we're not told about. Hey, Larry, Street Profits against Angel and Andrade. What? Oh, my that God. Stop it. I hope they don't almost break up. Every week it's this match. Every week Angel Andrade fight. Every week it's Remember the same. Remember we thought that stable was going to like carry the show for a while? Oh my god, COVID? now they're just these placeholders. Angel leaves. He's oh, he doesn't want to be in the group or something. We don't know. The Street Profits win. Now for some reason we hear Cesaro's music and I'm like, "Wait, what? Are we doing the and I got really excited because I was like, oh my God, they're the tag champs, tag champs in the ring. We're going to finally realize the problem when you do drafts and all this, that you can't have two sets of tag titles because there's not enough tag teams. So they're finally going to combine these titles and then do like the Sasha and Bailey thing where they're going to be on, the champs will be on both shows. That's going to make this so much better. Nope. It's Cesaro and Nakamura making jokes and Cole yells, is this part of the brand-to-brand invitational we forgot about from three months ago? I hate this show. What, what did Cesaro say about the quarterly... He says, he goes, okay, let me tell you, I wrote it down. He says, we co- we go to break and we come back and he goes, hey, thanks to the quarterly brand-to-brand invitational rules. Quarterly brands of brand invitation. Remember, Larry, he remembers the rules. You could do, it's not quarterly, it was that you could come to the show four times a year. Now it's quarterly. This is all fake. God, just don't even try if you're going to do this. 
Somebody, because I will not. Somebody, we should have been right if we knew we would have written everyone yeah. down every time. So many. Every, it just always changes. Yeah, I know. But you know why they're bringing it up again? Why? Because there's a draft next month. No. Well, and the I'm draft sure next month will mean just... that they're going to also do the float over characters with the brand to brand invitational. And you're going to have to get a score sheet and figure it out. I, 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 I no longer expect to be entertained. I've given up that. I, you, could make, you could make a draft the most entertaining show of the year. They're not going to do it. But at least maybe a couple of new matchups. Maybe. Okay. Let me tell you something. Cesaro wants a champion versus champion match next week on Raw. That's fine, oh. right? But you know why it's fine? Because it's not Street Profits against the Vega Kids for the 80th time. So I'm fine with that. But here's but, the but they problem. they break up this time. Hmm. Here's the problem. Montez Ford doesn't understand jokes. He never will. He accepts the challenge. Here's the joke. He goes, Cesaro, what are you? The bar 2.0 or junior or something? You've had so many tag team partners. So the joke is that you should get yourself tested, right? That's funny. It's not really that funny, but it's a joke. You have had so many tag team partners. You should get yourself tested. Ha 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 ha. Right? No, you know what Montez says? He goes, you've had so many different tag team partners. You should get um, STD test, a, a test for STDs. Wow. This is the same guy that made a whiteboard presentation and was like, they're mad all the time. And she's mad because she's short. And madness, they're mad. I just. How have they been? Ta- they think how long they've been tag team champions only because there's just no tag teams. I know. Cesaro even said that. He said, "You guys never defend your titles. You're just doing things like basketball and golf." So he knows. He knows. Um, Raw Underground tonight: Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black. What the f? Okay. May- hey, maybe it'll be good. Earlier today, Truth eats with little Jimmy. He's showing him stuff on his phone. I thought this yeah, was really was nice funny. and subtle until they just said it. Mm. That's not so funny. Nah, I'm okay with him. At the end. But then Ninja in a dessert cart and this doesn't land and that's, I don't get it. This was stupid. No. Started good. Hood and stuff was not. Fell apart. Um, Peyton Royce comes out with new music and then Billy Kay comes out with some music and here's your match. Peyton versus Billy. Remember when they did this with Riot Squad where it's like, Okay, here's the blow off. This one match for the one week after they broke up. Um, but they actually yeah, put on. Go ahead. Do you really want Billy Kay in more matches? No, but they put on a two minute match that's called "Hey, we trained together for years." So it starts off extra choreographed, but they're like, "Let's pretend we are New Japan," and they do all these moves and just counters, and then they announce that later tonight. We have two handicap matches, Riot Squad against Shayna Baszler and Riot Squad against Nia Jax. Oh, good God. Um, spinning Brain Buster, Peyton wins. They barely gave this match any time at all. She helps Billy okay. up, right? She's helping her up. And now that yeah. they're up, he see here comes nothing. They're pals, Larry. Yeah. Is, Bill, is uh, Billy Kay just disappearing for a while? I don't know. 
Remember draft. Remember draft. Have to be a face. She'll get. Billy Kay will get drafted in the supplemental draft online to another show. Yes. Yes. You're right. Mm, I know. Mysterio family shows up for soccer practice. I swear to God, if I'm Dominic, I'm like everybody, get away from me right now. He's not a little kid. He's an adult. His mom is there. It makes him. And she's wearing some Christmas thing around her neck. She's always dressed in religious gear. I'd be embarrassed by this. Get away from me. So the Mysterio family go in the ring. They get interviewed by Charlie. Before Dominic is even allowed to talk, Murphy comes on the Tron to interrupt. And he blames Dominic for getting kicked out of the Seth Rollins cult. He's like, I'm homeless now. But I want to. He's homeless. But he says, but I want a street fight tonight. And bring all your family to ringside. And Dominic is like, I accept that weird challenge. Okay. By the way, that's your main event. Backstage, they don't say it now. Though. Backstage, Shayna Baszler and Nijax talked to Adam Pierce, And they didn't see or hear what was just announced. On the graphic, after the Dominic match, was, uh, was a picture of Riot Squad against Nia Jax and Riot Squad against Shayna Baszler. And Nia's like, I match? What is this? I've, what do you mean I have a match? Why is she Mrs. Garrett and a chicken mixed together? Oh, or a turkey? Chicken lady. I think so. So they're both confused that they have matches tonight. Drew McIntyre walks through the scene on his phone and Adam Pierce is like, why are you still here? So... I don't get it either. Drew's going to fall I, walking around, re- looking at his phone the whole time he's walking. Like yeah, wires it, all over the place backstage. Enough. No. So Oscar comes out. Yes. Cole says next week it's a title match with Oscar versus Mickey James, who hasn't oh. won a match in years. But tonight they have to team up. Okay. Oscar and already in the ring, Mickey James against Natalia and Lana. Um, Mickey tags in by using Oscar's butt. I could only imagine what JR would say. Tonight. Oh my God. Yep. Barbecue butt. Um, VIP lounge with Cedric later. Oh, look, Oscar's trying to, Oscar is not on the apron. So Mickey can't tag out, but then Oscar is there and she steals the match and wins with the Oscar lock. Lana taps out. Who cares? All during this whole match, all you could hear is Lana. She was like the gobbledygooker in this match. It was embarrassing. I think you're just, you're picking on her. You're making her like some kind of... A scapegoat? Scapegoat. No, no, escape. Um, so dumb. Um, yep. So, yeah, Mickey James, who hasn't won a match in 20 years, is going to get a title shot. <sighs> Which, I love Mickey James. She doesn't serve a title shot in any way, shape, or form. Sorry. Uh, backstage, Cedric with the Hurt Business. And MVP congratulates Cedric for joining. But Shelton is trying to be the smart guy. And he's like, listen, I want to congratulate you too, but this better not be some kind of trick or some kind of game or I'm going to beat the crap out of you. And Cedric's yeah, I like, no, no. That. Yeah, Cedric's like, no, no, I'm really joining. Hmm. Her business comes out with their own theme. So the, I don't remember if they had this already or I forgot or whatever. But yeah, they have a real theme now. It's not MVP's song. Uh, VIP Lounge with Cedric. They welcome Cedric into the group and they have a shirt that says Hurt Business, I'm in. But actually you're supposed to read it as I'm in the Hurt Business. business. See? So it works both ways. But they welcome Cedric. 
They give him a shirt and Cedric says, listen, they were like, okay, but listen, Shelton's like, you need to tell us really seriously, why would you join us now after we beat you up so many times? And Cedric goes, look, I could stand around getting beat up every week or I could be here because I'd rather learn and I'd rather earn. That was awesome. Yeah. And, and, and I, instead of just him joining, I like Sheldon Benjamin being, I liked all of it. Yeah, this was well done. So, okay, if there is an angle, Shelton's going to get to the bottom of it. And if there's not, well, then Cedric will come to the club. I liked it. But the Vikings come out and Ricochet and Cruz come out and they attack the Hurt Business. The faces stand tall. And, oh, my God, eight-man tag, Hurt Business against the Vikings and pals. Oh, listen, most of this Raw is copy-paste. No. So it gets worse. Ivar dives to the floor and kills himself and they have to put up the X. So I don't know if he's injured or not. I would say something happened. Yeah, something was bad. I don't know if it's his wrist or his leg, but something happened. Uh, Michinoku driver, sort of. Guess what? Botch. The ref counts three, even though Ricochet kicks out at two. Because even I know that that driver is not the finish of the match. But the referee confused and mixed that up with with the lumbar check. Wow. Botcheroo. But it was, was a two count, but the referee counted three, so it's over. Wow. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, Cedric so, got the win. It doesn't but, matter. Yeah, and that's what that's what was supposed to happen. Right, just with a I, different I'm move. I'm okay with where we're going. I just I want I wanted so much more for the I know. business. I agree. Um Drew walking on his phone again. And Charlie's like, Why are you still here? And he's like, Well, I I forgot my phone. It was a different phone. It was in my other hand. This is dumb. Yeah, it's not the smart face I want to see. Mm-mm. Backstage, Shane McMahon was with Jordan, the big bodyguard. And they're at Raw Underground, and Kevin Owens comes in, and he says, Hey, Shane goes, Oh, our past is water under the bridge. I'm sorry. And then um, Kevin Owens is like, Haha, you suck. And then Owens goes in the room. But later, he shows up in the room. So how many times did he yeah, go in that I- room? And what? We'll keep going. Okay. I don't understand. This fight club is now they aren't even caring about continuity or what. Well, it's that's what happens when you shoot out of order. Um, Randy Orton versus Keith Lee. Claymore. Oh no, disqualification because Drew cost Keith Lee yet another match. Yeah. So Keith Lee's Lee win upset. loss records. He has like a two and two now, thanks to thanks to Drew. His good friend. And Adam Pierce comes out and goes, Drew, you're not allowed to do that. That's it. Huh. I, did, I did not like this row. No. Raw Underground. Oh. Alistair Black beats up a jobber. Then he takes off his eye patch. So that gimmick's over. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that turned the whole heel turn and it's now it's done. Okay, here it is. Alistair Black versus Kevin Owens. Are you ready? Yeah. 14 seconds, roll on the floor, and Shane goes, up, up, that's sick, sick. We'll be right back. Okay, well, well, at least we're coming back. So at least we'll be right back, right? No, backstage, we come back. Backstage, Orton yells at Adam Pearce for not kicking Drew out of the building, which is a fair thing, right? Well, that's what he was supposed to do. He keeps attacking me. Shayna Baszler comes out. Nia comes out. It's a handicap match. Number one, Shayna Baszler against Riot Squad. Nia's on the floor watching, obviously, right? And she goes, I've seen better. 
And that's supposed to be enough of a distraction for Shayna to get rolled up and pinned by Liv Morgan. Are you kidding? Liv Morgan. Live bathtub, live my life, living for the moment, loving life, bathtub suicide, lesbian for a day, marriage breaker, Liv Morgan. Pins Shayna Baszler. Okay, whatever. Back to Raw Underground. The longest fight in their history, Larry, because Cole and Shane say that this Black versus Owens fight has been going on this whole time. Every oh. other fight in Raw Underground history has been, that's sick, that's sick, that's sick, that's it, that's it, that's it. Did ring the bell. Well, it sure sounds like I would have liked to have seen it. Wow, I can't believe it's the longest match ever and we don't get to see it. F this, the fight is bad and they should feel bad. They fight other people in the crowd and then we just go to break again. <laughs> is this a joke? It is a terrible joke. Okay. Nijax versus Riot Squad. Handicap match. Liv, I swear to God, Liv is about to pin Nia Jax. This is ridiculous. It looked like, yeah, it looked like a clean pin. Two count, lights flicker, but there's no finish because Retribution takes over the Trons. They have graphics, Larry, and they talk with voice modulators. And it's like, and then, I don't know, this is weird. Must be Adam Pierce. And they say, WWE has discarded us while they get richer and we are out in the COVID cold. So is it COVID kids? Is it NXT kids because they're not allowed in the Thunderdome? Now that's a theory. Everyone's safe in the Thunderdome, but they left the NXT jobbers like just to die in the COVID cave. What do you think? I no, I this is heading for I don't think they're gonna pull out of this. This is going to be bad. It's bad. So here's the people I recognized. Mojo Raleigh, Dijakovic, Mia Yim. Upside down Charlotte. I think upside down Charlotte. Yeah. So, hmm. Okay. Wow. So, so yeah, if we, if these are the people that were discarded, they could be fired people or jobbers, or they could be NXT kids that, that, you know, whatever, you know? So, Okay. Uh, Michael Cole says, okay, remember how the first week um, Retribution tried to kill Cole with a baseball bat? Yeah, and he ran away. Here's what he says this week about these terrorists that broke into the feed on Raw. He says, it'll be interesting to see what Retribution has in store for us. Interesting, a baseball bat. All right, terrorist group. It will be interesting to see what Retribution has in store for us. God, There's so no fear. Dumb. There's nothing. I swear to God, WWE doesn't know what they're doing. No, I, I don't. I, they don't know if it's Miz. They don't have any idea. Wow. Backstage, well, Sarah. The, yeah. What about where's the where's the mystery videotaping guy? Oh, the Mister Robot. Oh, that's way it. dead. Yep. But I'm saying. Yep. I know it seems crazy that they could drop this, but they could. He was all there for Otis. That was it. Or for Dolph, whatever it was. Backstage, Sarah interviews the Mysterio family before the soccer practice. Ray says, we will all be in Dominic's corner tonight. After the Retribution promo just played, and there's these terrorists on the loose, let's bring the mom and daughter out to the ring. Okay. Just checking. Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black fight. We go back to Raw Underground. It's still going. There's no way. There's... This is like a half an hour match. So 
Not only is it terrible, and the fight looks bad, and we, there's no way to believe this would have kept going, but Kajagugu comes in and wrecks both guys. What's his name? Kabi Adobo? What's his name now? Doobie? Doobie? They changed his name, though, to something else. Oh, my God. That was Dobie. Dobie dies. Um, Kaba Doobie. Um, sh- and they, okay, so he goes in and wrecks both guys, and Shane goes, that's sick, that's sick. This Raw Underground has been sick. See you next week. Yeah, what a, what a great big Raw Underground show that was. So there was no winner in the only match they advertised. Yes. Wow. Okay, just checking. Backstage, Orton is limping around. Charlie comes in to interview him, and Orton's like, I don't like getting beat up. And Drew attacks him from out of nowhere and gives him a third Claymore. That was kind of funny. But let me tell you this, though. Larry, remember how you didn't like that weird ring in the back? Oh, I hate it. Now we have a third one because we have the one out in the arena. We have the, the one, one with the club. we have the one in Fight Club with no ropes, and then we have this one with the right now where there's three sides with ropes, and the one side's blank, so you can just walk up in it. How many how many sides are there? Um, there's three the three side four four sides. Oh, <laughs> my career is ruined. I can't get the brass ring now. Um, Orton gets hauled away in an ambulance. Yeah. Dominic, with his entire family, comes out, and Aaliyah has a kendo stick. The mom refuses to hold one because of her religious beliefs. So we'll see what happens later. Main event, street fight, Dominic against Murphy. Cole says that Dominic is gritty. I knew he was gritty this whole time. So gritty. When that, in that he was in the gritty suit. I knew it. No, he was gritty. Uh, All the time. Okay, Larry. I wish I would have clipped this soundbite for the show. Which one? Cole was like a walking whiteboard comment going to break. Oh, what he said. Are you ready? Yeah. Street fight is chaotic. And we just go to break. <laughs> oh. How is that real? Street fight is chaotic. I well, he's kind of right. Yeah. Because when was the last so, time you saw somebody out there with their family? Right. It's so now you know it's how pay per view. I know. Now, you know how Mama Mysterio, against her religion, she wouldn't ha- carry a candlestick? Yeah. So during the break, they put one next to her on the, the fan barrier thing, and they're like, no, you need to use this as part of the story. And she's like, nope. This is a one-sided beatdown on Dominic until the mom and sister help him get free of the rope so he's not Andre the Giant crucified. Then a frog splash and Murphy kicks out. Oh my God, isn't that Dominic's finisher? Well, okay, we can't say that. Yes, we can. That's from his real father, Eddie Guerrero. Yes, it is. (laughs) Then Rand Dominic tie up Murphy in the ropes and they do that kendo crucifixion that Murphy and Rollins did to Dominic. And then Ray is like, here, you must kill him. And the mom goes, no, I cannot. Jesus. And they say, no, I'm getting paid for this. You must do it. And the mom goes, uh. And then she uses the kendo stick and barely hits Murphy. But the end of the show, oh, the referee has to call for the bell because Murphy's crying and saying he quits. And he's bleeding from the mouth and he's getting all welted up. And then the end of the show 
is the Mysterio family looking like a bunch of psychopaths killing this man. Okay, let me tell you about a little bit about Murphy. He was brought into a cult and brainwashed, and he yep. didn't want to put anyone's eye out, and he felt bad about and everything yeah, he was doing. And he got of- we saw the part. It's not a storyline we made up or behind the scenes. This is a storyline on TV that Murphy was brainwashed by the sick in the head Seth Rollins, and Murphy felt like he had to do this for his life and for his Messiah. And so he does all these things, and now the Mysterio family, I guess because of religion or whatever, take it out on the wrong guy. So now they're killing Murphy, and I'm uncomfortable. And I wrote, "This is uncomfortable." The end. It's I felt weird in kayfabe, terrible but for Murphy. Kayfabe, it's weird that Murphy is a real wrestler who's really good, and you feel bad that he's here. I feel bad that he's position. in a job position, that he's getting beat up by kendo sticks, that he doesn't deserve this. I feel good that he's in the main event, but this is all for the wrong reasons. Uh, and this is this isn't going to help his status in any way. This is only going to make it worse. So, yeah, this did not get the desired effect, I don't think. I didn't feel it. No, I didn't like it at all. Especially with the, the, the sister. And so just, you have nothing to do with this. And it's like, but she's getting revenge for the family. Then get revenge on the guy that did it, not the poor guy that got sucked into this. And he never came out. And it, it, whatever. I don't know. That's your raw. Yikes. Oh, well. What a no weird... one's watching next week anyway. <laughs> Football is going to make sure of that. Um, okay, what a weird week in wrestling. I don't know what else to say except, listen, before we even give our rankings, I want to say please, um, everyone, if you love what we do here, if you um, if you want us to, to succeed or you want us to even just still exist the way we exist now, the only way we can do that is if we have people go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and just become a patron. You pick the amount. It's up to you. And then, like I said, if you do a minimum of five bucks a month, you can get all these benefits. So I, please help support the show and get yourself a, do yourself a favor and get yourself some content and some it's early access and all that. It's all good. Five bucks. You'll be fine. You know, <laughs> it's $5. <Little> Caesars. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's give our rankings. I have executive moonbeams rankings first. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be surprised at hers, Larry. Really? Because you'll be surprised at mine, I think. Okay. Uh, hers are SmackDown, NXT, Ooh. Raw, AW. Okay. Oh, now, wait. Is she just talking about the go-home show? Because that's not fair, the pay-per-view. Not the pay-per-view, no. I know, but I'm saying, did, what, did the pay-per-view color these, or... Um, I don't know when she picked, when she finalized it, so I don't know. Okay, uh-huh. my list is SmackDown, AEW, Raw, NXT. Hmm. I think we're all going to well, be different this week. Yes, we are, because I am, but this is the most incredible. SmackDown. Wow, we all picked SmackDown as number one. <laughs> AEW, NXT, and Raw. Okay. I understand, and NXT should be punished, but again, and we point this out every week, we're always three hours. Yeah. And I got nothing for three hours. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's all fair, and we can give the rankings yeah. to whatever but we want. But it's all know. SmackDown at the top. Wow. I think this week hey. they deserved it. It wasn't a perfect show I, by any means, but- No, no. But, but there were things in there that I really enjoyed. 
And there were directions where I could see the future, and I hope that if they go the right way, they're going to be really interesting. I didn't hate anything in SmackDown at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. I could see that. All right. Well, anything else? Are we done? No, we're done. Hey, three pay-per-views in three weeks. Wow. We need a break, so no pay-per-view this week. Good. So that's better. Um, Okay. So I believe that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, We appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody.